0: Spider Day, Spider Day, day, Spider-Day, Spider-Day,
1: Spider-Day, Spider-Day Nights Alright. Hello, people of Heavendale. It is I, Mayor Jonah Jackson, coming to you live from the newly remodeled podium district in downtown Heavendale. You just heard my original song, Spider-Day Nights, Alright, so you know what that means, everyone. that's right, it is time for the third annual Spider Day 24 hour telethon! Let's not forget all of the tragic deaths of those heroes we lost in the fight against the first giant spider. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't think of every single one of those 28 heroes that died that day.
2: 30, 32 heroes, it's 32.
1: 32 heroes that died that day.
2: Why are you smiling when you're saying that? Don't smile, you look like a sociopath.
1: 30. Two heroes that died that day.
2: Now you seem like you're making fun of him it's not genuine when you gotta backtrack.
1: Listen, we do this every year. I'm on live right now, so either shut up and let me do my thing, or you come up here and you host this fucking telethon! That's what I thought. Don't come into my house and talk to me, I will fucking end you. now everyone make sure to call the number on the screen below to get your donations in all of the funds raised today will go to the jonah jackson spider day relief foundation the jjsdrf focuses on making sure heavendale can come out of the tragic events of spider day even stronger and it's the support of people like you at home and this yearly telethon that keep our lights on and pay my multi-figured ceo salary so without further ado let's get this day started off right we have a treat for you all returning from last year to open up the show once again we have vance the ventriloquist thanks for having me mr
3: mayor hello everyone at home and in the audience it's me vance the ventriloquist Uh,
4: don't forget about me i'm dying in here oops
3: looks like i forgot dairy let's get him out of that suitcase Say hello
4: to everyone, dummy. Uh, well, aren't you going to say anything? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna say it because, you know, <laughs> you're the dummy. <laughs> oh, jeez, Derry,
3: you got me again. Hey, and uh, don't forget about me. No one could forget about you, Pearl the puppet.
5: So, what uh, boys, what are we doing today?
3: Uh, that is a great question, Pearl. We are here for the 24-hour Spider Day Telethon!
0: Spider Day, a day everyone in Heavendale knows well. But do you really know the true story of Spider Day? Join me, Arachnid, in this special bonus episode of Arachnid's Web I'm calling Spider Day 3, 24 hours. As you all know, since the fall of Wallace H. Dale Jr., or Harry, tons of new evidence has come to light of this town's seedy involvement in daycare and other deep-rooted plots against its citizens. But one thing stuck out to me in particular, the Spider Day fundraiser telethons. You may only know of the yearly parade and fun run that happens in town, but for the first three years of those fun runs there was also a 24-hour telethon that coincided In fact, the third annual Spider Day 24-hour telethon was the last telethon of any kind in the town of Heavendale. Most people don't even know about this event because it seems to have been buried. No longer will the tragic events of April 17th, 2008 stay hidden. I'm here to catch all of those loose clues in my spider web of truth as we string together the mysterious story of the third annual Spider Day 24-hour telethon.
4: And what is a Spider-Day, Vance?
3: Jeez, Derry, how long were you in that suitcase? Spider-Day is Heavendale's newest holiday.
6: Oh, why is it a holiday? So many people
5: died, though.
3: Because our great mayor, Jonah Jackson... Didn't want everyone to be bummed out by such a sad day. Well,
4: gosh gee golly, Vance. It kind of seems like making the day one of joyous celebration and commercializing it isn't really the best way to honor those that died in the fight with the foist giant spider.
7: Just you shut your fucking dumb mouth? Or just a stupid puppet anyway, please?
6: Okay, now look who's talking silly. He's not a puppet. I am. He's a dummy. Like you, you dummy. Oh, oh, wow.
3: You're right, Pearl. Egg on my face.
0: Thanks to the help of my producer, JJ, I've been able to go through the hours of audio footage recovered from the day. A lot of pieces are missing, and none of the actual video footage seem to survive. But what we've pieced together with just the audio will shock even the sturdiest of listeners. Some things may sound like nothing, but... That's only because you don't know what to listen for. Yet.
3: Oh, 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 wow, you're right, Pearl. Egg on my face.
0: A small phrase that sounds like nothing now, but once we show you all of what we know, well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Out of all of the acts from the day, nine of them stand out as peculiar on their own but sinister when you tie them all together.
2: I thought we were doing 10x. What? 10x.
0: No, JJ, I told you we're not going to go into the the Pet Sisters. Why not? Everyone will love it. No one wants to hear them. They don't even have anything to do with the
2: mystery we're trying to crack. Fine, they won't be in the show.
8: Well, hey there, critters and cohorts. You know us. My name is Patty. And I'm Patricia. And we are the Pet Sisters, known famously as the Founders of the pet appreciation and sympathy society because we do not pass on your pets. Now we have been gathered here today for the very important task of looking at some pets from some beloved donors. You who have donated to this here fundraiser have uh, sent in photos of your beloved animals, and we are just going to sit here and appreciate them in appreciation of your kindness and generosity. In that right, Patricia? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're going to sit here, and we are going to sensitively appreciate mm-hmm. your pets. Now, let's get started, Patty. All righty here. Now, we have our wonderful P.A., Stanley, Stanley, wave to everybody. Oh, you can't. You're off camera. We can't turn the cameras around. Can't turn them around. He's not even all mic'd up. You can't hear him. Anyway, Stanley here is going to keep us on track because we have committed to getting through every single one of these pets. Every single one. We have over 70 pets here for y'all. Y'all generous donors and we are going to get through every one because that is what we promise and by Mm -hmm. golly, we pet sisters do not give up on a promise. A pet promise is a promise indeed. No, we do not. No, we do not. All right, my Dear sister Patricia, are you ready? I'm so ready, Patty. Let's get going. All right, our first pet we have today is Thunder. Oh, my goodness. Thunder, here's a little lizard friend. Oh, my goodness. Look at that good. Oh, he's sunbathing. Yeah, you know, I could picture myself under a nice warm sun, you know, lounging on a rock beside oh. Thunder. Me too. Me too. Look at that sweet boy. Look at his little toes. I his just love his little toes. Lizard are so toes. Wow. They're so good. Now, we appreciate those lizard toes. As we move on next, we have Stella. Oh, my goodness. Now, Stella here is a beautiful dog. Just beautiful dog. Oh, so beautiful. Oh, look at that face. That's a face telling you I don't want any pictures taken of me. That's a face that when I am sitting up on the couch on my next Netflix binge, I would love to look down and see that little face just staring up at me. Uh, next up, we have Docs. Oh, so- Stop it. Dox is a beautiful dog. First impressions, Patricia. It's just a little curious pup. He just wants to know what's going on. And I want to tell him everything that's going on. Look at that little head tilt. Dox is the kind of dog that I could see myself, you know, getting a little treat and hiding it behind my back and saying, where's the treat? Where's the treat? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Next up, we have Dexter, Dexter the cat. Oh, little white it. and orange action. Patricia, what are your thoughts? Oh my goodness! Look at that little nose. I just wanna boop it so bad. That's the kind of little nose I could see getting one of those cat treats. That's like that puree, and and you you put it on your little finger, and this little nose comes and sniffs it up and licks it. Oh, it is, it is. And uh, next up, we have Matilda, a Deliza Star. Uh, please, if I if any mispronunciations of pet names is purely due to my accent and not due to my incompetence. Now, Patricia, how are you feeling about this here cat? For those of you who don't speak Patricia, that is great approval for this here cat. You know, this is the type of cat that I could see uh, snuggling up under the covers and, and lifting them up just to see that cute little face looking at me. Just looking right back. Oh, Patty, I can't handle it. Well, you got to handle it because uh, Stanley is looking at us and saying uh, we've only gone through six, so oh, we got plenty more to go. Oh gosh. All right, this is Caesar. This is Caesar, not a salad, is a cat. Caesar the cat. He's, how we feeling how we feeling patricia to take a selfie <laughs> this is the type of cat that could get uh youtube famous i tell you what he's got little tufts on the top of his ears do you see them yeah i am a big fan of the cat hair tufts that's one of my favorite things to uh look at in a cat i love them. all right next up we have a two for one deal here oh, a two for one we have Dotty and Kit, <laughs> two beautiful cats, if um, I do say so. Honestly, I, I think those are the most beautiful cats I've ever seen and might ever see ever again. Patricia, these are the type of cats that I can see myself coming home to every single day uh, and just giving pets. Personally, yeah. I think these cats are ones that I could live with. Me too, Patty, me too. You know, if we were ever to get cats as sisters, uh, yeah. these I think would be these the cats, be we the cats that we would get. I just love these two. All right, next up we have a dog friend and his name is pippin (laughs) patricia i'm hearing some some approving gut chuckles that's what i'm hearing you know, when I look at Pippin, I think, uh, man, I just wish I had a little tennis ball in my little hand that I could throw and have Pippin go and catch. Yes, just a little tennis ball. It would be very pleasant and appealing if I if, if, if I do say so. Yes. And I do say so. Yes. Because we pet sisters are experts at pets. That we are. pet spurts, if you will. And now we're going to move right along to Stanley Good Dog. And boy, howdy, he is a good dog. Oh, Patricia, what are your first thoughts? My first thought is what a good name. Look at this little he looks like maybe some sort of black lab oh i want to take his face and i just want to smush it yeah i feel like stanley good dog is the type of dog that uh i could read clifford the big red dog to, and he would not get an inferiority complex over oh you know just yes. a good dog just he's a good just dog. a good dog just a goddamn good dog you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i do i do all right next up we have another two for one, ooh, these cats living together, we have August and Oscar. Look at them snuggle. They're snuggling. Now, dear, dear viewers, you see these cats snuggling? Viewers, you cannot see the same photos that we are observing, but let me just tell you that these two cats are just as snug as two bugs in a rug. And honestly, I could see myself going on a nice camping trip with these cats and snuggling in a little uh, sleeping bag with them, personally. Yes. Next up, we have Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, Patricia, but Parker, she seems a little mischievous there. He's a little mischievous cat, of course. Mm
9: -hmm. Look
8: at those eyes. Yeah, you know, those yellow eyes make me think of uh, just uh, running Running with this cat in a field of sunflowers. Just just me, Parker, and some flowers that match his eyeballs. You know what? Parker reminds me of? What? You know my favorite musical cats? Oh Lordy, here we go. These are my cats, name, pray, Musical Risha. cats. Not the one not the one that you're thinking of. No no. no they actually took that name from my favorite uh-huh. musical cats, which mm-hmm. is actually a bunch of cats, like real cats, running around on stage meowing. And he looks Mm -hmm. like my favorite cat actor from that musical. All right. And Stanley is giving us that circular motion, which means we have got to keep tricking. We got to keep tricking, Patricia. Let's go. All right. (laughs) This is Drizzt. Drizzt. And uh, what a cutie, this little cat here. Uh, Patricia, what are your feelings? He looks like he was caught doing something bad in this picture. He goes, oh, me? Yeah, you know, I was just about to say if I were going to hang out with this cat, I would want to play that Who's Got the Cookies in the Cookie Jar song, you know, and and wait for Driss to go, Who, me? Yes, yes you. you can be. Then who? Driss would do that. Oh, I love it. All right, and uh, next up, we have Pickle. <laughs> now, do not be fooled by the name. This is not. A cucumber soaked in vinegar. <laughs> this is a cute little dog. Patricia, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's super cute. Look at him. He's sitting like a little
9: man.
8: He is a little doggy man. <laughs> you know, I feel like a, a Pickle. Pickle and I would have a great time, you know, just trying on hats. I could try on the hat first, then let Pickle try it on. I love it.
9: Oh, I love it.
8: All right, next up we have... Oreo! Another good doggo, Oreo. Oh my goodness, he does look like a little Oreo milkshake. Yeah, you know, uh, I could see going going to a steak and shake with this this little buddy, me and Oreo. Oreo in the front seat of my truck, just driving with the windows down, getting a milkshake for me and some sort of dog appropriate shake for 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 Oreo. I just wanna gobble him up. Ugh. Uh-oh. Metaphorically, we here at the Pet Appreciation and Sensitivity Society do not endorse goblin pets. For the record. For the record. Metaphorically, though, you om-nom that cuteness right up. I'm you just gonna gobble him right up. Next up, we have Diego. <laughs> no. Diego's a cute little kitty cat curled up in a little, little, little nice little cat roll. What are you thinking about, Diego Patricia? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking that I'm just gonna... You know, I was thinking the same along the same lines. Uh, Diego looks like the kind of cat that uh, uh, when it gets a little cold in the winter, but I don't want to turn up the heat because I'm saving money. He just wrap around my little feet and keep them warm. Just a good friend. Good friend. Good friend. All right. Next up, we have a, a good, good doggo john henry no john now in this photo submitted by john henry's owner john henry looks like he's had a bit of a bad day john what did you do did you get in trouble oh john i don't know what happened to you john but you look like the type of dog that would just start chasing after a squirrel uh and i would have to run and catch up and you know pull my shoulder a little bit out of socket because because you got so excited, John. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why he's in the cone. Maybe he went after a squirrel too hard and and had to get stitches. You know, those squirrel stitches are real bugger to take care of. They really are.
2: Listen, I told you, I promise, it won't be in the shell.
0: Good. I'm happy we could have this talk. <clears throat> Nine acts from this tragic day are the ones that hold all the answers to this puzzle. You've already heard the first. Vance the Ventriloquist with Dairy the Dummy and Pearl the Puppet. Then there is the segment Outstanding Meals, Eaten
10: Now. Thanks for joining us for Outstanding Meals, Eaten Now. We're so happy to be part of this telethon for Spider Day. I'm Eric, and as always, I have my lovely co-chef and wife here with me too, Erica. Hey y'all.
0: A local theatre troupe, More Mizrab.
10: Greetings, Heavendale.
11: It is I, Archibald worth. The director for the local theatre, and the leader of the more miserab. Despite all the requests to not do it again, this year we will once again be doing some select scenes from the Bard himself.
0: The talk show, welcome back.
12: Thanks for that, Mr. Mayor, and welcome back to Welcome Back. The Heavendale Talks show that you're always welcome to. I'm your host, Wendy Bell, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Whitney Bex.
13: A magic
0: act by Waldo the Wonderful and his assistant, Jocelyn.
13: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. That's right, everyone, it is I, Waldo the Wonderful, which is legally distinct from the Where is Waldo books, which I legally have to state at the top of every show because of a court ruling. Who is ready for some magic? Beep, boom, boom. Please, welcome my assistant, Jessica! Uh, wait, who are you? You're not, you're not Jessica.
14: No, my name is Jocelyn.
13: A group of
0: acrobats called Splendissimo and the Splendissimo Players.
15: Greetings one and all, I am Splendissimo. Before we get the show started, I'd like to introduce my partners in crime, the Splendissimo Players.
0: A one-on-one interview with Ingrid Information and Brainicus.
16: I'm so happy to be here, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for that lovely introduction. As you all know, I'm Ingrid Information, the host of Ingrid's Informative Ideas, where I sit down and talk to some of the biggest names in and out of Heavendale. Today for this lovely Spider Day Telethon, we have a long-sought-after guest, Brainicus.
17: Thank you, Ingrid! Big fan of the show, even bigger fan of the people at home watching, and donating to support
16: this amazing cause. So, Brainicus. What is it like being the smartest man in the world?
0: A dance squad exposing their Achilles heels. Dance Dance
18: Palooza.
19: I'm Dennis, and we are Dance Dance Palooza. Thanks for letting us be a part of this, Mr. Mayor. My old crew actually died during Spider Day. (laughs) If I hadn't sprained my ankle, I, I would have been out there performing with digital dance disco drips that day. And I, too, would have been crushed by a giant spider. So this goes out to my old squad, Quad D. DJ, hit it.
0: And the final act of the night. The Chaos performing live to close out the telethon.
20: Thanks for having us, Mr. Mayor. We are the Chaos. And we're here to close out the Spider Day telethon for a great cause. I'm the lead guitarist, headliner, and vocals, Spotlight!
9: What's up,
5: Heavendale? Let's raise some money for the victims of Spider Day.
0: And at the center of it all, we have Mayor.
1: Welcome to the first Spider Day 24 Hour Telethon! Jonah. It's time for the second annual Spider Day 24 Hour Telethon! Jackson. Third annual Spider Day 24 Hour Telethon!
0: I know everyone writes the Mayor off as a scapegoat for the powers that be, but I think he has a much deeper role in everything, especially these telethons ending. And you may even believe by the end of this that the mayor himself played a role in Spider Day back in 2004. But before we get into that, you need to know what happened on the day itself.
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours, audio footage of Welcome Back with Wendy and Whitney and guests Delilah and Scuzz.
12: Thanks for that mr mayor and welcome back to welcome back the heavendale talks show that you're always welcome to i'm your host wendy bell and as
21: always i'm joined by my lovely co-host whitney bex thanks wendy we're here live for the third annual spider day 24-hour telethon to help raise money for all those affected by the tragic events that befell this city just four years
12: ago it's just so so, so sad tragedy side folks though we have a great segment for you today. I'm sure you all remember our old friend Delilah Dawn of Dawn Rescue. Oh, do I ever. And she has a special treat for us today that
21: even we don't know about. So let's just get her on out of here. Come on, Delilah Dawn. Let's give a big round of applause for Delilah Dawn. Ooh, Delilah Dawn.
22: Delilah Dawn. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be back on Welcome Back.
12: Thank you so much for coming on. So what do you have for us today? Last time you had the cutest orangutan. Oh, I love that one. Just the cute little eyes. But my
21: favorite is is still the lemur that stole our producer's <laughs> wig. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> uh, sorry, Phil, but that was hilarious. Oh, Phil's never been a... a
12: comb over. That wig's never looked the same since. Oh, that lemur did a number on that wig. Huh.
22: Well, since we're honoring all those fallen heroes from Spider Day,
12: I wanted to bring something. Yeah. Something really special. Well, you know me, I just cannot wait any longer. Show us what you have.
22: Shh, he can be a little shy at first, but just the bright lights of the studio. Come on, okay, little guy. Okay. It's, it's okay. Come on.
9: <laughs>
21: well, I for one cannot wait to see
12: what cute little critter you
9: have in store Holy shit! What is
12: that? Oh, come on, Whitney. That is no way- No, no, no! This is wrong! Oh my god! Oh my Jesus! Shh. Jesus Christ,
22: no! If you two get stressed out, oh no! And not come out.
18: Shh. Just calm down.
21: Oh, Jesus. Sorry! Sorry, I just, um...
12: Oh my god, what is that? Miss Don, did you- did you run over a dog on the way here? I'm
9: not a dog.
12: Did- did- did that dog just speak to me? Scuzz is not
9: a dog. <laughs>
12: oh my god! okay- oh- um- okay. So,
21: sorry about the reaction. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, so how- how about you, uh, you come out of the cage there so we could just, uh, get a better look at you.
22: Unbelievable. It's- it's okay, Scuzz. We're all- most of us are friendly here.
9: Oh, I like friends. Hi, my name is Scuzzamol Tick Tick Boom Buckets, uh, but my friends just call me Scuzz Buckets, and since we're all friends, you may call me Scuzz Buckets.
14: Oh, th- thanks.
0: A talk show having a goblin as a guest? What kind of fundraiser would have something like that? A fundraiser of death? One might certainly say. Before we hear more from Scuzz and the Welcome Back crew, I'd like you to hear some of the clips from the resident magician of the day. WALDO THE WONDERFUL
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage of WALDO THE WONDERFUL and his assistant, Jocelyn, featuring Oddlaw
13: Thank you, Mr. Mayor! That's right, everyone, it is I, WALDO THE WONDERFUL which is legally distinct from the Where is Waldo books which I legally have to state at the top of every show because of a court ruling Who is ready for some magic? Please, welcome my assistant, Jessica! Wait, who are you? You're not you're not Jessica.
14: No, my name is Jocelyn.
13: Where is Jessica?
14: I stole the job from her. Let's move on. We're live.
13: Jazz hands! Well, Jocelyn, uh, will you please assist me in my next trick where I saw you in half?
14: I'd love to, Waldo. But
13: first, I have one question. If your question is, is it safe? I can assure you and the folks at home that it is completely safe.
14: No. I was going to ask. Where are you, Waldo?
13: (laughs) She's, She's just kidding, everyone. Once again, I am very legally distinct from the book series.
14: Because I know where I am, inside this box, ready to be sawed in half.
13: Seriously, I know you're new, but we can't do that. I can't afford to get sued again. Now I will close the box and sew Jocelyn in half. Don't worry, everyone. Like I said, this is completely safe if you know what you're doing.
14: Oh my God! You're actually cutting me in half!
13: Wait, what? This isn't even real so?
14: Got you. I was fine the whole time. Magic.
13: That's not how this is supposed to go. Have you ever done a magic show before? No, because I'm not a nerd. Uh, Hey, Mr. Mayor, I think we're going to need a minute here.
0: A magician who can't even keep track of his own assistant. What kind of show was the mayor even running?
1: Thanks for staying with us, folks. It is hour four and I'm already starting to feel the studio walls close in on me. Hour seven, and we're not even halfway to our goal? What the fuck, Heavendale? Hour seven and a half, and I apologize, it seems like the giant thermometer wasn't
2: plugged in.
0: And not to mention, who wants to pay to see things like an interview with someone with a large exterior brain?
2: Spider day three, 24 hours, audio footage of Ingrid Information interviewing Brainicus, featuring Collins from Sam, David, and Malcolm.
16: I'm so happy to be here, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for that lovely introduction. As you all know, I'm Ingrid Information, the host of Ingrid's Informative Ideas, where I sit down and talk to some of the biggest names in and out of Heavendale. Today, for this lovely Spider Day Telethon, we have a long-sought-after guest, Brainicus. Thank you, Ingrid!
17: Big fan of the show, even bigger fan of the people at home watching, and donating to support this amazing
16: cause. So, Brainicus. What is it like being the smartest man in the world?
17: Oh, uh, yeah, about that. Uh, that is a common mistake a lot of people make. I'm not actually the smartest man in the world.
16: <laughs> so modest. Let me guess. Encycloped? Madame Merriam. Mensa Man?
17: Yeah. Yeah? Yep, all of them.
16: Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I follow. Uh,
17: okay, here's the thing. Do I have the world's largest exterior brain? For sure. No one has got shit on me in that department. Not even Captain Braindome. Yeah, that's right, Captain Braindome. I've been reading your reader's review column in External and Cephi alone.
16: So you're saying you're just an average level of super genius?
17: Uh, uh, <laughs> I, f- I feel like you're not l- listening. All I have is a huge brain that just happens to be on the outside of my skull. It has nothing to do with being intelligent. So what is your IQ? I don't know, like like 90 or something? I think I took an online quiz about it on this, uh, this new site called BuzzFeed.
16: So why do you go by the name Brainicus then?
17: Uh, um, hello? I have a very large brain. It's on the outside of my head. Looks like you're no genius, either. <laughs> Alright, then. Um, what superpowers do you have? Uh, superpowers? Uh, why would you assume I have superpowers?
16: Because you have a very large brain, you wear it like a crown, and you call yourself Brainicus.
17: Okay, if you must know, I started going by Brainicus because my real name is Brian, but everyone just called me Brain on account of my, you know, situation.
16: So, to avoid people calling you out, you just decided to own it and call yourself Brainicus? Well,
17: well, yeah, kind of. I think it was more just like I wanted to own my own narrative, you know what I mean? Also, people asked a lot less questions once I just said my name was Brainicus. But No, not too smart, not too dumb. I'm just your average guy with a brain on top of his head. So is your
16: brain like vulnerable to attack like that? Outrageously so, yes, absolutely.
0: If you wanted to actually raise money for your charity, would you have an unvetted interview live? Sadly, these aren't even the greatest atrocities of the day. A local theater troupe named More Miserable, ran by out of work actor Archibald Fannysworth. Even if they weren't part of this tangled web, the attacks on literature they perform should be illegal.
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage of More Miserales featuring Archibald, Rosie, France and Godot. Greetings, Heavendale. It is
11: I, Archibald Fannysworth, the director for the local theater and the leader of the More Miserable. Despite all the requests to not do it again, this year we will once again be doing some select scenes from the Bard himself. Tonight, we'll have our three best performers, Rosie, Krantz, and Godot. Now, Romeo and Juliet.
6: But, Soft, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon!
10: But, Soft, what light through yonder window
6: breaks? What are you doing?
23: I'm performing a play. What are you doing?
6: We talked about this.
23: Yes, and we agreed that I was going to play Romeo and that you were going to play Juliet. But, Soft,
24: what light through yonder window breaks? Oh, come on. Seriously? We can't all be doing Romeo again. Just stop pointing
11: it out and go with it!
6: Um, I guess we can just split the lines?
10: Okay, I'll start. But soft, what light through yonder window
24: breaks! It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon. Arise, fair son, and kill- Ah, fuck, you just did that one, didn't you?
3: Alright, just scratch it. Move on to the next scene.
0: Just because it's 5 a.m. doesn't mean you shouldn't take your work seriously. Fucking local theater troops. Now I know this is a lot to follow, but no one knows what the spider's web will look like until the end. To slow it down for you some, there is an eight-person dance crew fighting over who's in what group.
2: Father Day 3, 24 hours audio footage of Dance Dance Palooza featuring Dennis, Marcus, Nick, Hadley, Logan, Ezra, Tony, and Anna Marie.
19: I'm Dennis, and we are Dance Dance Palooza. Thanks for letting us be a part of this, Mr. Mayor. My old crew actually died during Spider Day. <laughs> if I hadn't sprained my ankle, I... I would have been out there performing with Digital Dan's Disco Drips that day. And I too would have been crushed by a giant spider. So this goes out to my old squad, Quad D. DJ, hit it!
7: Whoa, who cut off the song? Uh, who do you think, Nick? I knew you'd try to pull something like this, Logan. Let me guess, you brought the rest of your rejects too? Who are you calling rejects? You're still rolling
24: with Dennis, Nick? I remember when he tried out for the spinning cyclones back in 03 and I got the spot and he didn't.
18: I'll have you know, Tony, I turned that spot down because that name is hardly a pun. And we all know that a good dance crew has to have a good pun name.
7: The only thing more tired than pun names are your dance moves, Hadley.
18: Anna Marie, I'll show you who has the tired moves dance-off time.
7: If you want to get embarrassed on live TV, be my guest. Let's do this thing.
18: I call this one the...
7: Not to be rude, but I didn't get to do a cool introduction. Damn it, Ezra. I was just about to do a dance-off.
4: Yeah, same for me. I thought we were all gonna do a cool thing showing who we have beef with from the other crew.
7: Marcus, don't side with Ezra. That's the other team. Yeah, you two. Why
19: would we do that? It's just ludicrous to think eight separate people will introduce themselves
4: in a row. But Dennis, I'm on your crew. Why would you not want me to get an intro? I mean, Marcus, you're like a backup dancer at best. How could you say that to me?
7: See, Marcus, this is why I quit Dance Dance Palooza. Dennis will never respect us.
19: You're not going to steal my crew in front of the whole town. Me and you, dance off.
12: I'll gladly accept.
0: It looks like those two really need to step up to the streets of conflict resolution. Now on to Splendissimo and the Splendissimo players. This group of acrobatic daredevils brought more than just their death-defying stunts to the stage that day.
2: Spider Day 3 24 hours audio footage of Splendissimo and the Splendissimo players featuring Splendissimo, Evelyn, Hanover, and Darren.
15: Greetings, one and all. I am Splendissimo. Before we get the show started, I'd like to introduce my partners in crime, the Splendissimo players. First, we have the ecstatic and electric Evelyn!
25: Hello, everyone! I'm sure you're going to flip for this one! <laughs>
15: That's right, folks. If you were listening to this on the radio, you just missed a truly breathtaking performance. But I'm sure you're at home watching this on your TV like it should be. Next up, we have the master of the ropes and skies, Head Over the
23: Flyover. Head Over the Flyover is my name. Doing acrobatic stuff is my game. Just watch. Ha, wah, ha, wee ha-ha, Hoo-hoo. I'm upside down, now I'm right side up, ha-ha. I'm sure you're all familiar with the trapeze move that killed my father. I do this trick to start every show to honor his memory. But I also do it to show everyone that I'm better than him. That's right, everyone. Not only is this one of the most incredible shows you'll ever see, it is also heavily driven by spite. I've never had a close relationship with another person, but I can do a standing backflip. Ha
15: ha! And without further ado, here is the one man we know you all came out to see. Please give a very special welcome
26: to Darren. That's right, everyone. It's me, the Darren. Please Hold your applause until after I do cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
15: Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 now, before we get the show started, I just wanted to remind you all to please make sure those calls and donations are coming in for the victims of Spider
23: Day.
25: We all know someone who died on Spider Day. For
23: example, my father! Oh Hanover, I'm I'm so sorry. It's okay. I hated him. I just used that story to get sympathy, so that people will be nice to me and give me tiny little kisses on my cheek. Yeah. <laughs> hey Hanover, why don't we try that trick we've been working on? My father would never approve of this trick, so it's perfect. What with him being dead? Okay.
25: One, two, three, go! Ha! Woohoo! Ah! Ah! Ha! <laughs>
23: The best we've ever done, Hanover! I agree. And if you missed it, make sure to go check out the clips on Alta Vista.
15: <laughs> That's right, folks.
26: Alta Vista, The official video streaming platform choice of the Splendissimo players. Splendissimo. I think it's time for the two of us to show everyone that special thing we've been working on. Oh, Darren, no. You can't. There's no way. No one no, wants no, to- No, no, I don't. I, I don't mean that. Uh, I don't mean that. Uh, oh. I mean- the Darren and Splendissimo Happy Hour Special! <laughs> yes.
0: I know what you're all still asking yourself: what any of this has to do with one another or how this is all tied back to the mayor, but just wait, dear listeners. Just a little bit more information until I show you the real truth. Next up, there was the local Heavendale cooking show called Outstanding Meals Eaten Now. The two hosts of this show play an even greater role in the day than many people know.
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage of Outstanding Meals Eaten Now with hosts Eric and Erica, featuring the guests Derek, Diane, and Haley. Thanks for joining us for Outstanding
10: Meals Eaten Now. We're so happy to be part of this telethon for Spider Day. I'm Eric, and as always, I have my lovely co-chef and wife here with me too, Erica. Hey y'all. So happy to be here raising money for those affected by the tragic
27: events of Spider Day. But just because thousands of people died doesn't mean we can't have something yummy. You can say that again. Just because thousands
10: of people died doesn't mean we can't have something yummy. That was rhetorical, but it sounded even better the second time. Our first guest is going to show us how to decorate our Spider Day bushes. Please welcome Derek Erickson, everyone. Round of applause, please. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for having me back on, Eric and Erica. I didn't know if I'd be allowed after what happened last time. Derek, we all know we can't talk about that after the NDAs, so how about you show us what you brought today? Everyone knows the best way to celebrate Spider Day with
28: your loved ones is around the spider bush. So here we have your standard spider bush that sucks, It's wrapped in red tinsel to represent the bloodshed of the day, but it's also covered in popcorn strings to show that even in death you can find purpose. It is a fallacy in holiday form. My little
27: Eric at home loves to eat the tinsel with his popcorn.
10: Ma'am, you let your child eat tinsel? Oh, no. I mean this one right here. I do love a bit of Spider Day tinsel from time to time. Keeps my teeth looking shiny. Just going to breeze past that. So, what I did here
28: was add some more actual edible items. You have your Bone Daddy Chalk Candy Necklaces here. You can wrap around the branches. Over here, you have Spider Guy Gusher Gummies with red filling. And if you want to go all out, I made some Gingerbread Thomas Vault Fire planes that crumble on impact, covering your bush with tasty, truth-filled debris. This is honest. This isn't rooted in
10: everyday mediocrity anymore. Suddenly, it's Spider Day. <laughs> That's a lot of fun there, Derek. Now, if our fans at home wanted to make this, how would they go about doing it? Uh, oh, they, they... No, they can't. <laughs> sorry about that. It sounded like you said they can't. Yeah, no,
28: I, I just came on here to show off how good my Spider Day bush was. I didn't want other people to, to to steal it. You you if you're watching this, you can't make this. This is mine. Derek, let's not have another incident
27: like last time. So now we can talk about it. No, sweetie. But I just think you need to calm down, calm
28: down. I'll show you who needs to calm down. I I bring my Spider Day bush. I bring my soul to you. I bring you my soul. I bring you my
10: heart. I put it on a freaking plate. Quickly, Erica, grab the tranquilizer. Just a moment.
4: freaking plate. See, I'm respecting the TV laws. The TV laws with the TV beam. Like you said, I need to.
9: And you. GIVE IT AWAY! YOU GIVE IT AWAY!
0: Honestly, anyone can just put whatever they want on their spider day bush. It's not a big deal to copy people. Traditions aside, we still have one more group to show you, then the answers will start to come in. The final act of the day was the band The Chaos, a group of super-powered musicians that chose to rock rather than fight crime. But what do we really know about them?
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage of The Chaos, featuring Headliner, Spotlight, Pop Rock, Turnover, and Bass Pop.
20: Thanks for having us, Mr. Mayor. Before we get the show started, I want to introduce everyone for those at home who don't know us. We are The Chaos, and we're here to close out the Spider Day Teleton for a great cause. I'm the lead guitarist, Headliner, so let's get started. 1, 2, 3, 4... Headliner, what the hell? You didn't even introduce the rest of the band. Fine. Unvocast. Spotlight!
5: What's up, Heavendale? Let's raise some money for the victims of Spider Day. Let's hit a headliner. One, one, two, three, three, four! four.
29: You two do this all the time. I'm the drummer. I'm the one who sets the beat, not you.
20: Jeez, fine. On drums, we have turnover.
29: Then on bass, we have pop
20: rock. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here.
29: Damn it, Pop Rock, the pebbles in that confetti almost hit
20: me in the face. Sorry. And last but not least, we have Bass Drop on keys.
5: Couldn't be more proud to be here tonight, everyone. I, I lost my uncle in Spider Day, so today, I'm playing for him.
20: Now that you know who we are, let's show you how we sound.
5: A one, two, three, four.
20: Hey, uh, hey, camera guy? Why are you on her? The, the real actions over here, on me. I'm the action.
5: Uh, headliner, th- there are multiple... Cameras, we each have our own dedicated camera. Just don't worry about it.
30: Oh, which one's mine? My bad. Didn't mean to hit your camera with that rock. I'm just really excited to be on TV. Hey,
5: can we please just stop about the cameras, please? Let's just get get going again. Mm, I don't know. I'm actually on the headliner side. Like, I don't know why anyone
29: should watch what you're doing when <laughs> I'm over here just, you know, literally carrying the band. All you do is sing and vampirically leech the confidence from others. That isn't real talent. Oh, and making gravitational riffs really helps you with the hi-hats turnover. And I'll have you know that I have worked with some of the best in the business.
30: Um, didn't you also sap so much of their confidence that most of them never worked again?
29: How else am I supposed to get on top? Turnover, Count me in. A one, two, three, four.
30: One of the reasons the
0: events of this day were so easy to bury was that the studio was burned to the ground at the end of the telethon. So with only the audio footage to go on, we had to hope to find as much as we could. Luckily, my producer, JJ, was able to uncover some off-air recordings from the mayor that
2: day. That is actually how I found out about the pet sisters, too.
0: Stop bringing them up! No one wants to hear them read off animal names.
2: I'm pretty sure they do.
0: Be that as it may, it has no relevance to this story at all. We're trying to show everyone an intricate web of collusion and shadow ties. No one wants to hear...
8: This is Mustachio the (gasps) Cat. Let me tell you, viewers, Mustachio, the cat, does in fact have a mustachio on that little cat face. Not only does he have a little mustachio, but do you see those little half black, half pink toe beans? I (gasps) am a big fan of the the mixed bean toe beans. They're very good. Mustachio looks like the kind of cat, you know, as I took a little nap in the middle of the day, Mustachio would wake up, see me sleeping, and and maybe draw a little bit on my own face. But just so we matched. Yes. Just so we matched. Matching mustachios. Mm-hmm. All right, next up we have Daisy the dog. <laughs> now, this photo I have to tell you is this cute little dog upside down, looking at it at its owner so lovingly. Daisy, what what are your thoughts on Daisy, Patricia? Yeah, you know Daisy almost looks like a cat in this photo. Daisy looks like it's a little cat dog. <laughs> You no, a cat dog is something very different and something we don't have time to get into the existential crisis that it gave us a few weeks ago on our show. Um, <laughs> You know, Patricia, I look at this dog and I think uh, I think of myself out outside at a lake grilling, grilling some meat. And this dog just says, hey, let me help you stoke them charcoal. Oh, yes. 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 All right. Next up, we have Doc. Now I I would love to inform you viewers that Doc is in fact a sind who is a little acrobat. Do you see little that? Little acrobatic Doc. Yep. He's standing on it on on somebody else's feet. Some human feet are up there with two little doggy paws on each foot. Is Doc joined the circus? Is Doc a circus dog? Oh wow! You know, the moment I saw this photo, I thought, "Wow, that is the type of dog who I could I could feel safe jumping off the diving board with." Yes yes all right next up we have luna now <laughs> luna's a cat who seems to be a fan of boxes how are you feeling about luna patricia <laughs> i'm just gonna take her and i'm just gonna ship her to my house now that is of course all metaphorical we here at the pet appreciation and sensitivity society do not endorse stealing other folks pets putting them in boxes and shipping them to yourself uh that especially would especially not with air, without air holes. If you yeah, are going he- to ship a cat to yourself, make sure to give it room to breathe. Look, you make that mistake once, you will not make it again, I tell you that. That's what my buddy Schrodinger taught me. <laughs> good old Schrody never made that mistake again. All right, but enough about our buddy Schrody and another good kitty we have coming up, Muffin. Oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> Okay, I'm now I will say, as Patricia is uh, is uh, emulating for y'all, Muffin does have a little bit of a, f- a furrowed or frowny brow, as I like to call it. <laughs> frowny brow. <laughs> little Muffin's a little grumpy gills, but uh, that's okay. Uh, it, it makes little Muffin the cutest darn thing. Now, when I look at Muffin, you know, I just think uh, if I need someone who will cover me, I need to uh, go to the bathroom and I'm waiting for my order at a fast food restaurant. I would call Muffin. Yes, yes. All right, moving right along. We have Hershey. Now, Hershey's a bunny. Don't get a lot of those. Patricia, how we feeling?
9: A good bunny
8: that is very much a good bunny that's the type of bunny that uh i would love to teach how to play dodgeball oh my goodness uh next up we have loki now while loki may be the god of mischief this is the dog of cute i tell you what how you feel patricia (laughs) same here you know what i feel like loki is the kind of dog that i would just want to take a walk on the beach with oh,
9: yes while yes. the sun is
8: setting all right now this is lacy now we do have two Lacey's submitted this is lacy with an EY. um this lacy is a nice little tabby cat patricia what are your first thoughts <laughs> for for those unfamiliar with our program that is a good sound although it does kind of sound
24: <laughs>
8: questionable uh, I think Lacey is the type of cat that I would want to take with me uh, swimsuit shopping because Lacey would tell it to me straight. Yes. Now, next, we do have Lacey <laughs> without the <laughs> E, just why. Just <laughs> <laughs> According to Patricia, all Lacey's go do-do-do. They do. Uh, that is good information to know. This Lacey, I feel like, uh, taken to a cheesecake bakery, specifically cheesecake, uh, if they make a cheesecake that's safe for cats, of course. Yes. Uh, not... Not an unsafe cheesecake. Next up, we have Maggie. Maggie the dog. What a happy face on that one. Don't you agree, Patricia? That dog is a model. Just a gorgeous specimen. Oh, what a treat. What a treat. You know, I could see myself and Maggie in a shampoo commercial only in slow motion, though. Someone else would have to voice it over because me and Maggie aren't doing the talking. They did not pay us enough. Yes. All right, next up, I would love to hear your thoughts on Ragamuffin Underfoot, a beautiful cat. Oh, how could you do this to me, naming that cat Ragamuffin Underfoot? How dare you do this to me? My heart hurts from so much joy. Viewers, I know that. Patricia does sound upset. She is okay. I promise. Uh, Stanley, we're going to need some water here for (laughs) Patricia. How dare you? How dare you do this to me? Oh, Ragamuffin! You know, Ragamuffin underfoot looks like the type of cat that I could do a tap dance routine with at the school talent show. Oh, yes. Now we have Lisbon and Couscous, two very good cats in their own right. How you feeling, Patricia? Couscous, first you give me Ragamuffin, and then you give me a Lisbon and a Couscous. A Couscous, and you expect me to be okay? How dare? How so? Very dare you all? Yes, they are very cute. You know what? I feel like Lisbon and Couscous, I could go on vacation with. You know, they, would, they wouldn't They would just tag along on the vacation. They'd help me plan it, the two of them. They'd come up with their own ideas. I appreciate that about them. Here is Mio. That's just one W short of a meow, and that is... <laughs> that is <cat> language for <laughs> adorably cute and precious. Am I right, Patricia? He's got a little Marilyn monroe Little beauty mark on his there nose There is a little beauty mark in it in, in, in Mio's little <laughs> fur pattern. You know, when I look at Mio, I think. Mio, why don't you and I teach each other how to play basketball? Oh yes. Next up is Jonesy. Jonesy, what did you do? Why are you in jail? Jonesy is behind some bars, I think, uh, just for transportation purposes, not for uh, criminal activity. I don't know. We don't know that about Jonesy. What if Jonesy is is in jail? A picture's worth a thousand words, but this picture don't have no backstory. Mm -hmm. Jonesy is a little cutie pie, though. Uh, I could see me and Jonesy uh, going horseback riding, I think. Oh, okay. We'd each have to have our own horse, though. Yes. Can't turn our backs on each other. Now, here's Barkley. Barkley is a dog. A very good dog. (gasps) Well, are you holding over the camera to make him make that face? You have to tell me. You have to tell me so I can get dogs to make that face at me. Now, Barkley looks like the type of dog that would want to try out uh, off-roading, but uh, not want to invest in the vehicle. Yes. Yeah, but rental, maybe. Rental. Here we have little Miss Milkshake. Oh, my goodness. We just need her an Oreo. To get together. To get together. Well, now let me ask you this, Patricia. How many boys do you think come by Miss Milkshake's yard? Oh, all the boys come by Miss Milkshake's yard. Darn right. All right, next up we have Pinky. (laughs) Pinky's an adorable little pooch. What do you think about Pinky, Patricia? (laughs) Now, we do have to be careful. Uh, Pinky could cause Patricia to become an eldritch being, but uh, I think we can keep her contained. Stanley? Stanley, bring the ancient tomb of magic. Thank you. All right. Patricia, are you all right? Okay. Oh, <coughs> I guess I'm all right, Patty. All right. Uh, we're gonna move on from that. I will say that Pinky looks like the type of pooch that I would want to come with me to the dentist's office to sit in the chair and keep me company when I had a cavity done. Yes. Here is Potato Chip, <laughs> the cat, <laughs> wrapped him up in a little perrito and those are noises of contentment friends i see myself and little potato chip um go into a civil war reenactment together i I do here is a two for one again we have pupper and talia talia once again i will state that any difficulty in pronouncing names is is not my fault or problem what? The nose. Yeah, that is a big nose. And then the other nose. Yep. nose. Look, yep. look at the, 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 the boop boop. Yeah, oh. those are two, two nose boops there. You know, I could see, I could see all three of us going to the park together specifically just to spin each other as fast as we can on that one, you know, circular thing at the playground. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Till we got dizzy and all threw up, you know.
0: oh, Yes. No one wants to hear that. They just want to get to the bottom of this mystery. So just stop.
2: Fine, you're the boss.
0: Now start me off again and give me a real ominous song. I'm about to do the mayor reveal. We have uncovered audio from the mayor's live microphone. After the first year, the sound crew realized they could get a lot of dirt if they just kept his line recording all day.
2: Spider-Day 3, 24 hours footage of the mayor's hot mic. People of Heavendale, it is I, the mayor,
1: and I am making a piss. Everyone, please welcome more Miserables. The only reason I let these clowns come back this year is because they'll do it for free. Now for a very special interview with Ingrid Information and his guest, Brainicus. To be honest, I thought Brainicus was Brainzilla, but you know me. I never really read the fine print. Or, uh, any print. I can't read. Oh, uh, what's that? You have some very important safety documents for me to sign? Uh, well, yeah, let me just uh, take a look here. <coughs> yep, looks all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I was saying, I am uh, practically illiterate. Vance, you, you gotta tell me, you fucking creep. Do you ever do anything with your dummies or what? Like, you know. <coughs> Waldo, you son of a bitch, where are you? You know, uh, Splendissimo and I used to do a lot of blow together back in the day.
0: Somehow the mayor was cleared of all criminal negligence charges of the day. But how did someone who was so blatantly at fault get away with all of these things? Even with the mayor's connections, that's a hard feat to pull off. What if I told you he wasn't actually responsible for what happened that day? Spider Day. April 17th. 2004, the first giant spider attacks the town of Evandale.
31: Holy fuck, that's a giant ass spider. Mayor Jackson, look.
1: Oh God, thank you Kalen. Best assistant ever,
0: okay. On that day, the mayor called together heroes from all over the city to help fight off and defend against the first giant spider. But one of the groups the mayor called to fight weren't heroes at all.
1: Now, back to leg eight, it's- oh, oh shit, it's attacking City Hall! Um, oh, oh, oh no! Oh, there aren't any more heroes on the list! Uh, You four, non-suspicious, law-abiding citizens climbing in that window!
0: Everyone knows of their involvement in the day, and these four villains were hailed as heroes in their deaths. But not many know of their true involvement in Spider Day. Some of the only footage we could find of the villains of Spider-Day were some old court-mandated PSAs they had to take part in.
2: Heavendare Municipal Archive Files, First Strike Offenders, PSA footage featuring The Arsonist, Blindside, Taxman, and The Nitwit.
32: Hello, it's me, The Arsonist. I'm here to talk to you about how you can start fires in your own home. Hello, it's me, The Arsonist. I'm here to talk to you about how to prevent fires in your home. First, you're gonna want to make sure you don't overload your outlets. If you have too many appliances plugged into an outlet, it might cause an electrical fire. Electrical fires are no joke, as they can heat up to over 2,000 degrees of glorious pure flame that will take down your friends and your foes alike. (laughs) Electrical fires can heat up to over 2,000 degrees and immediately melt the skin off of any living person. Be careful not to overload the outlets in your home. If you do, you may accidentally unleash the cleansing powers of pure chaos and beauty as you surround your loved ones in the unforgiving flames of- I'm the arsonist. Don't set fires.
33: Hey there. I'm Blindside, and I'm here to talk about how you shouldn't drive and close your eyes. You know, most accidents happen when somebody's shutting their eyes to avoid a traffic camera. Is that- is that true? Do other people do that? I thought I was the only one who could close their eyes and go invisible. Yeah, like this. Okay, yeah, I I guess you can't see me when I do that? I also can't read the teleprompter with my eyes closed. Whenever you're driving and you don't want the cops to see your face, it's not safe to swerve into oncoming traffic and let the Lord take the wheel. But, if you do, make sure that no one can see your face when you're doing it. Oh, okay, yeah, no, 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 you're right, I see what I did there. Yeah, I went off script. I'll do better next time, I'll do better next time, let's do another one. If no one can see you doing the crime, even yourself, No one can prove you actually did it. You know, crime is more a state of mind than anything else. Burn off your fingerprints. I'm blindside. Don't do crimes, even if no one is watching. (laughs) Get it? Because you can't see me right now?
31: Greetings, I'm Taxman, and I'm here to talk to you about why you shouldn't throw small handfuls of tax and other sharp objects at people... Wait a minute, I don't want to talk about that at all. I think everyone should pay their fair share of tax. (laughs) Well, how should I know you're not immune to small punctures? Well, I'm very sorry that I threw tax at you, but you shouldn't tell me to advocate for not throwing tax at people. I'm Taxman, and I'm here to talk to you about doing court-mandated PSAs. If you are told not to throw tax at someone during a recording, you shouldn't throw tax in their face! (laughs) You set me up for that one! I'm Taxman and I'm here to- Blindside, what are you doing in here? I can't see where I'm going! Open your eyes or you're not gonna see the tax in front of you! What tax? These tax!
34: Ah.
31: I'm tax man and you shouldn't throw tax at people.
34: Salutations, children of Heavendale! It is I, the Knitwit! I am here to tell you all about the dangers of knitting a sentient stuffed animal to steal from your friend. Sure, it might sound like a good idea to steal your parents' magical knitting needles and have a mindless drone to do your young sociopathic bidding, but let me be the first to tell you that before you know it, that stuffed bear will become rabid and turn on you as soon as you let your guard down! What do you mean this is too graphic for kids? I made my first kill plush when I was seven. So you've accidentally knit your friends into a death trap and you don't know how to get them out? Here's what you're going to want to do. If you find yourself in a knit off and you think they have the upper hand, try stabbing them with your needles instead of knitting. The only proper kind of scarf is a death scarf. I'm the knitwit, and you shouldn't use your magical needles for evil. Only nice sweaters for your loved ones.
0: So why bring these four up? It's been over a decade and they all died on Spider Day. Or did they? No one ever questioned why these villains were at City Hall on that fateful day, but I believe the mayor knew more than he was letting on about these four. These four didn't die during Spider Day, but they were hurt and they needed some payback. So, what better way to get back at the man that sent them into their doom than to ruin what he loved? Live public
2: events. Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of More Miseralies, featuring Archibald, Rosie, Kranz, and Gatelle. <coughs>
11: Apologies. We had some minor miscommunications backstage, it seems. But, as they say, the show must go on. Now, without further ado, I give you more Miserable performing a scene from
6: Hamlet. To be or not to be? That is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Or, or to take, to take arms, arms against a sea against of troubles. Sea are you seriously doing troubles? this again? <laughs> you said we'd switch off. I met who played Hamlet each performance. You know what you did to me. What are you two doing?
11: This is a live telethon. At least 30 people are watching
6: right now.
24: Good, my lord. How does your honor for this many a
6: day? What are you doing? Ophelia's part is way too early. I didn't even get to finish my monologue.
0: To be
24: or not to be, that is the question.
6: I'm going to kill you!
24: To be or not to be, that is the question.
11: Okay, Mayor. We're going to need another five. Just calm down. You'll get through this, Archibald. Then... You can go back home to your cats. Oh, we're live. Okay. Now, to present the final scene of the night. A scene from the Scottish play.
2: Do you mean Macbeth?
11: Shut your fucking mouth. (sighs) I'm about to lose my mind. Just start the damn scene.
24: Thrice the blinded cat hath mewed. Thracen once the hedge pig whined. Harpia cries, time, 'tis time, tis time.
6: Round about the cauldron go, in the poisoned entrails throw.
3: But soft, what light through yonder window breaks?
6: Seriously?
24: I told you I wanted to play Romeo. Uh, uh, hey, watch out. I think the stage are is- Are you
11: seriously ruining this for us again this year?
6: Us? <laughs> you're the only one that wanted us to do these plays again this year! And
24: seriously, y'all, you should really look out. It's not safe. And if you're going to do Shakespeare, at least make sure your actors know which part they're playing.
6: Maybe if you would actually just play the role you were assigned, you wouldn't look so stupid.
11: I directed on Broadway, and now I'm stuck in this shithole town. I need a drink. Seriously!
24: You are all in danger! I
11: didn't know this scene at Pyrotechnics. It doesn't.
6: Do you all smell smoke?
0: A fire? I wonder who could have started that. Although they were able to escape that day unharmed, the reputation of the troop was ruined, and Archibald never directed again. Krantz, Rosie, and Godot moved out to L.A. to pursue their careers, but joined a cult and haven't been seen since. Looks like the arsonist burned more than just the stage that night. It wasn't just the arsonist behind the tragic events of this telethon. Oh no, they had their whole crew with them.
2: Spotter Day 3 24 hours audio footage continued of Dance Dance Palooza featuring Dennis, Marcus, Nick, Hadley, Logan, Ezra, Tony, and Anna Marie.
19: You're not going to steal my crew in front of the whole town. Me and you, dance off.
12: I'll gladly accept.
19: You don't even know
18: what I've been working on since you left the crew.
7: Oh yeah? Let me show you this. <laughs> what
18: the hell? I was about to do a dance off with Anna Marie. Yeah,
7: you two can't just interrupt our dance off and then start your own before ours. Well, the moment is kind of gone for your dance off though. <laughs> Mine and Dennis's thing is fresh. Screw this. I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore. I'm out of the crew. No,
18: Anna Marie, you can't go. If you're quitting your crew, you want to team up, Anna Marie? Wait, Hadley, are you leaving DDP? Yes, because DDP stands for Diamond Dallas Page, and I kept trying to bring that up when we named the crew and no one listened. Oh my god, I don't want to talk
19: about Diamond Dallas Page again. Every day with you and DDP.
20: Wait, are you talking about Diamond Dallas
23: Page or Dance Dance Palooza? I have to be honest, I kind of love the name Dance Dance
33: (laughs) Palooza.
10: Thank you. I mean, it reminds me of Diamond Dallas Page. See?
33: Fine. Go ahead
19: and quit. We'll give
33: Logan your spot.
2: Oh, I didn't say I wanted to join. I
33: just like the name.
7: Marcus, if you want, you can come join us.
4: I mean, I just don't know.
7: Well, there is something I've always wanted to tell you. I love you. I can't really
4: stand you as a person, Ezra. Wait, what did Nothing.
19: you
7: say? Nothing. Wait, who is leaving what crew now? Am I still in a dance crew? Um, I think
19: Hadley and Aaron and Maria starting their own group. And now Ezra is just in the corner trying to act like he's not crying.
7: <laughs> nah, guys, I'm fine. I just got some dust in my eyes from all the dancing.
20: You weren't even dancing though.
7: Haven't you done enough today, Marcus? I
33: think I might start a new group called the Diamond Dallas. Pagers? And we all dress up like beepers and do 80s
7: breakdance moves! Yeah! Hadley and I are going to go by dance like everyone is watching because you're a live dance crew.
19: Wow, I've heard a lot of dumb names in my day? But God damn it, if that isn't one of the best ones I've ever heard!
23: Right? Damn, that is better than Diamond Dallas Pagers. Hey, you know what? How about we put our beefs
4: aside and join up together? One giant eight-person dance crew. Like a family. That is, if you'll have us and dance like everyone is watching because you're a live dance crew,
18: Hadley and Marie. We'd love to have you, Marcus. We'd love to have you all. Every single one. Dennis, Nick, Logan, Ezra, Tony, and Hadley.
7: Hadley, you just said your own name there at the end. There are
18: eight fucking people on stage, okay? This gets pretty fucking confusing.
7: Well, now that we're all back together again... I think it's time to give the people of Heavendale what they tuned in for. Okay, DJ, play that track! <laughs> oh,
24: oh, <no>. oh, <laughs> ho- ah, oh, That was, oh, that was bad. Bad. Oh, Are you kidding, are you
7: kidding? Oh, yeah. fuck. What fuck. a
24: nightmare! is Tax!
7: The greatest enemy of the dancer!
0: Tax. A simple but effective tool to take down a group of dancers. Now, sure. You might think that just anyone could get tax, but why throw them during a performance to help raise money for such a good cause? Unless somebody had a cause of their own they thought was more worthy. It looks like tax day came early and Taxman collected the debts. We tried to reach out to members of Dance like everyone is watching because you're a live dance crew, but they all died in a tragic 50-person dance-off accident on a barge off the coast of Key West the following year. Never far behind Taxman is the often overlooked blindside. See or don't see for yourself how he thwarts Waldo the Wonderful's performance.
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of Waldo the Wonderful and his assistant Jocelyn featuring Oddlaw.
13: Now, for this next illusion, I'll need a volunteer from the audience. Yes, you. there in the back. Come on down. Yes, yes. Uh, Thanks for volunteering. And what's your name? Oddlaw. (laughs) Haha. Very funny. But seriously, what is your name? I told you it's Oddlaw.
14: Where did you find this one, Waldo?
13: Damn it, Jocelyn. The court fees alone will ruin me. So you're telling me your name is actually Oddlaw? What? You're the one that picked a person in the crowd wearing a yellow and black striped shirt, not me. Whatever. This is all for a good cause. Now I will ask our friend. Oddlaw. Let's just call him our friend, Jocelyn. My name is Oddlaw, though. If you would kindly step up onto this box... Are you gonna saw me in half? No. Why would I? I just did that act. I just saw you do it to your assistant. It looked scary.
14: It was excruciating.
13: Uh, No, it wasn't. I don't know. It was pretty convincing to me. Do you want to be in the act or not? Yes. So, as I was saying, please step up onto the box and then I'll magically make you disappear. How would you do it non-magically? Get on the fucking box! Magic! Now, repeat after me these magic words. Wally, Wenda, Wilma, Woof. Wally, Wenda, Wilma, Woof. Hey, those sound awfully a lot like the other characters from the book series. And like that, he vanishes!
14: Now let's bring him back.
13: No! And now, the moment you've all been waiting for.
14: Suspense!
13: I'll show you all my true power.
14: Intrigue.
13: I'm going to call up Martin Hanford and ask him why he won't let me be the real Waldo!
14: Martin Hanford... wait,
13: who? Uh, He's the original creator of the Where's Wally cartoon that later turned into the Where's Waldo series.
14: I thought the whole Where's Waldo thing was a gimmick. Are you telling me you've actually been sued by them?
13: Multiple times. I get a cease and desist after pretty much every one of my performances. The FBI are here again. It was only a matter of time. Jocelyn, I need you to... Finish up the show? Of course I will, Waldo. No, I was going to say feed my cat. I have to go on the run again. What about the telethon? Oh, yeah. Um... Thanks for watching, everyone. We've been Waldo the Wonderful and Jessica.
24: Jocelyn!
13: Waldo the Wonderful and Jocelyn. Make sure to donate now and...
24: You're not getting away from
3: us
13: this time, Waldo! Get him! You'll never take me alive, you fucking pigs!
0: Facing years in prison over copyright infringement, Waldo staged one of the fiercest 13 minute shootouts the likes of which no one has ever seen. He took down 17 cops, 12 audience members, and three crew members in the process before he was taken down. Jocelyn hasn't been seen or heard from since the incident. But what does Blindside have to do with this? Well, for that, you have to ask where did Oddlaw go? How was Waldo able to hold off the cops for so long without getting hit? My producer, J.J., found that Waldo and Blindside both attended Wallace H. Dale High School together. The two used to be in a close-up magician club in their formative years. Rumour had it that these two were thick as thieves and would help each other out in their acts, even acting as a plant for the other one. Some of their old classmates said there was a falling out between the two, but no one knew the cause. However, with Blindside being reported dead in Spider Day four years ago, why would Waldo suspect anything of this odd law? Looks like we'll be playing Where's Waldo No More, as Blindside has closed the book on this one. There is a fourth member of this group, the Nitwit. He often engaged in fights with the many brain-based heroes out there as he thought they were dumb. Brainicus was a prime target.
2: Father Day 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of Ingrid Information interviewing Brainicus, featuring
16: Collins from Sam, David, and Malcolm. It's dangerous to just have it like exposed and stuff? <laughs> yes,
17: completely. Uh the other day, someone threw gum at my frontal lobe and I I
16: couldn't I couldn't walk straight for like 30 minutes. It was oh man, it was awful. So does having the largest brain on the outside of your head make it. Better than others with this scenario?
17: Well, it makes me seem smarter than them, uh, like the Martians in Mars Attack. But just like that film, it's all lies. It's actually probably worse that my brain is bigger as it makes it just more of a target.
16: I have to say, this really cut my line of questions short, so how about we hop on the phone lines to take some questions from callers? Okay. Uh, First up, we have David calling in.
17: Hi, Brainicus. Um, How many numbers of pi can you get up to? Uh, sorry, David. Uh, I'm not actually that great at math. How can you not be good at math?
16: David, were you watching this segment before you called? No, I was on hold and was told to turn down my TV set. Ah, okay. Yeah, that is our bad. Brainicus is a moron, actually. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not a moron. I'm just not super smart. There's a difference. Okay, so next caller we have on the line is Sam. Brainicus,
23: huge fan of yours. What was it like fighting in the Jeopardy! Nebula Knowledge Wars. Uh, uh, Sam,
17: uh, thanks for calling. I think you have me confused with Brainzilla, which is the mega-brain creature that formed itself into the shape of Godzilla after taking over the mind of a 13-year-old Japanese boy for a day. Ah, uh,
1: my bad. I get you two mixed up all the time.
17: Oh, it's not a problem. I actually rent his old place and still get some of his mail from time to time. Great guy, great guy.
16: Okay, we have time for one more call. We have, uh, Malcolm on the line. Brainicus, what
28: advice would you have for someone who wanted to put their brain outside of their skull, like you?
17: Oh, um, that that is an interesting question. I've not heard about people doing this on their own before. Um, have you tried cracking open your own skull?
16: No. Should I? Okay, now, dumbest man alive or not, I can't have you telling the people at home to hurt themselves like that. Dude, I have a bachelor's degree. In what? Art history. Okay, I looked and all I have are old knitting needles I just found, but they look pretty sharp.
17: Okay. What you're gonna wanna do is just kind of shove them in the softest spot that you can find. Then uh, I'm sure you're, you'll be on the right track.
28: <laughs> That's weird. I can't hear anything, but I can taste what you're saying.
17: Ah, I see you got the gustatory cortex.
16: And that is all the time we have. Please make sure to tune into Ingrid's informative ideas and know that I in no way have any legal obligation over what happened today on this telethon and it's being run by the mayor and not in any way affiliated with Third Eye Productions.
17: Sam, uh, if you're still there, you're gonna wanna make sure you sterilize those knitting needles first. That's that's my bad for not saying that up front.
16: Okay, cut him off, Cut his cut his mic. What? <laughs>
0: The interview was such a disgrace for Ingrid information, his show was canceled and he was never able to bounce back. Last reports of his whereabouts have him running a moth haven in West Virginia, but he was last seen in Chicago warning of impending doom. has left the interview that day and then suffered a severe injury to the brain as a bird swooped down and disconnected his brainstem from his spinal cord, killing him immediately. The other callers died in similar phone call-in related accidents later Both ruled as unconnected. Looks like Nitwit found a new pattern for murder and he tried it out that day. While all of these tragic events were happening, where was the mayor?
1: Wait, 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 a kid stabbed himself in the skull? Was it in the studio? Oh, well shit, we're in the clear then. I'm pretty sure the theater troupe can't sue me if they didn't actually get hurt by the fire. I'll just tell the judge they're actors and therefore liars. It worked the last time. I don't know who called the FBI, but I don't need them sticking their fucking nose in any of my fucking business. I'm trying to channel a charity's profits here. Well, I didn't throw the tax at those step-up losers. Uh, tell them to suck it up or get off the stage. This fundraiser has to be a hit or I'm fucking ruined. Do you hear me? A fucking hit. It will break my goddamn legs this time.
0: Who was he scared of? What debts did he owe? Could this be where the money had gone for the first two telethons? All will be revealed soon. The arsonist is clearly the one with the highest body count of the four. Their thirst for flames can never be quenched, and Splendissimo found this out the hot
2: way. Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of Splendissimo and the Splendissimo players featuring Splendissimo, Evelyn, Hanover, and Darren. The Darren and Splendissimo happy hour
26: special! <laughs> yes!
25: You two can't do that! Surely, there has to be another trick?
26: Oh, Evelyn, Evelyn, no, we have to! If we don't, it's like all those dead people died in Spider Day for nothing.
23: That's true. I'm pretty sure all of those heroes fought and died against the first giant spider just so we could do these tricks today.
15: <laughs> Evelyn, kid, get over here. I know you're worried about me, so if there's anything you want to say to me before the trick, you know, now would be the time. I'm okay. What? Uh... (laughs) Are you sure that there wasn't something you wanted to say?
25: Look, I know that you, like, put it in the script that I'm supposed to say that I love you but I just think that that's weird, and I would rather just do my acrobatic tricks, please.
15: (laughs) Script? Evelyn, what are you talking about?
25: I I told you I'm not going to do this weird roleplay thing with you of, like, falling in love with you on the stage where I'm supposed to be doing my acrobatic tricks.
15: (laughs) Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, but
23: let's just just do the trick there, and I'm going to do the trick. Actually, if here in the script it says that I should fall in love with you, I'd prefer not to do that because I find you disgusting.
26: Darren, let's just do the... Well, to be honest, it's a little awkward for me too since all their dialogue is taken from our real in-love conversations.
25: Oh, man.
15: I just thought that I wanted to have a that feeling of being real and it's so real when I'm with you and it will be so real when I'm with and 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 DC Moe, listen, listen.
26: I need you for once to listen to me. And this is really awkward, but... I guess there never really is a good time to break up with your boss. What
15: are you talking about?
26: I just said it. We're breaking up. But but I do I do still want and need this job. So let's be professional. But Darren, I we, no, it's over.
4: Yikes. Wow.
26: Wow.
15: Uh okay. Uh, this is a lot to take in. I get um I guess I'll just I'll, I'll just I'll do I'll, I'll I'll do the happy hour special on my own. I'll I'll, I'll just do the happy hour special all my own. That's all what you want, right?
25: Well, I mean, come on. That's you're. you're risking death. On Spider Day, by doing that, Evelyn. Yeah.
23: Let him do it. Maybe he'll die.
25: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Splendissimo, you can do it. I love you. <laughs> oh, no, oh,
15: Evelyn, really? You love me because it's support like yours that shows me what the power of love can really do. I'm just gonna lean in really quickly for. Oh, little forget little. it. Just do okay, the okay, trick. Okay. okay yeah. Fine, okay, fine, fine. Okay, okay, You know, I'll give you all your greatest wish. I'll give you all, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's it's Spider Day and it's Christmas. You all get your greatest wish, which is me, Splendissimo, showing you all that I have a real purpose in this group outside of writing Stage Place where all my friends fall in love with me and accept me regardless
23: of my faults. Wow, sounds like you're still trying to do that.
15: Dude, I am not doing that unless you are falling in love with me right now. Is that because... No one
26: is falling in love with you. You are alone. Fine. A solo
15: Darren and Splendissimo happy hour special then. Congratulations, everyone. Be prepared to have your minds blown.
23: Wow, that sucked! My dead father could do it better, and he's Ash! We had him cremated! Shut up! I'm trying to concentrate.
15: Okay. Okay, You can do this. Let's show everyone why you're the titular character in this group. Let's show everyone why you are the Spundissimo.
4: Oh
25: my god. Oh my god. He's actually doing it. I CAN'T BELIEVE
23: IT! I WON'T BELIEVE IT! THE LITTLE SHIT IS ACTUALLY PULLING IT OFF! I HATE IT!
26: I'm starting to remember why I'm so deeply, sexually attracted to Splendissimo.
25: <laughs> <laughs> I'M ON FIRE! HELP!
23: Oh, no, no, Net,
26: not anymore, no.
25: Oh my... No. Okay, he's on fire! He is on fire.
23: Wow, you can really see the skin dripping off the bone!
25: Why? Why are you just watching? Why are all you three just watching? This isn't
23: part of the act. Why? I don't know why this is happening. Darren, what's up? Oh, is he all right? What's the? Is this part of the act? Oh, we never actually finished
26: the act. We'd always just end up fooling around and then watching the new hit show Alias.
11: Sure.
25: Oh my gosh, I love Alias. Which season are you up to?
11: Two.
23: <sighs> I'm going to die no one does anything to stop this. Please help me. I haven't seen Alias, but I hear good things about Alias.
26: Oh, it's great. By day, she's a college student, but by night... An international spy.
25: Yeah, and she has a will-they-won't-they they with the guy who plays the teacher in Never Been Kissed. But this mm-hmm, time it's like age-appropriate mm-hmm. for them to have He's a her thing.
26: handler. Sure, sure, he sure. He handles her.
23: Well, what about her father? Does he play any role in this? Oh, Hanover, he's a spy too. What the fuck? And he's played by Victor Garber? I got to check this out. You think they got the first two seasons at Blockbuster? Only
26: one way to find out if they have it in stock. Let's hop in the car and go.
25: <gasps> Shotgun! Like they'd use an alias.
23: Oh, Evelyn, you are the living end. Wee! Oh, that's fun. I'm having fun. The three of us are good friends.
11: (laughs) Guys, don't leave without
3: me. I'm putting out the fires. I love alias. I love alias. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Why does this keep happening?
1: Guys, please, I promise I won't run the car down. Please don't leave me.
0: Once again, thanks to the tireless research and work of my producer, we've uncovered some more information. The arsonist attended Wallace H. Dale High at the same time as Blindside, although they only appear in the yearbook once. It's as the acrobatic club manager. And who was in the club? Splendissimo. And who was the first alternate for Splendissimo? none other than Jonah Jackson. Was it that these villains were doing this to torment the mayor? Or was it that these four were actually working for the mayor and doing his dirty work? We tried to reach out to Splendissimo and the Splendissimo players, but they died in a tragic three-car pileup that killed them and 34 clowns, all packed into two Volkswagen bugs. face e g g egg seems simple and harmless right not at all
2: spider day 3 24 hours audio footage continued of welcome back with wendy and whitney and their guests delilah and scuzz as stated this is scuzz and he
22: is a goblin
21: Oh, no, sorry for, for sounding rude, or uneducated, but I was relatively sure that goblins were
22: just, you know, a mythical creature. A lot of uneducated people think that, but Scuzz
9: is living proof. Scuzz didn't get no social security number because they said Scuzz was pranking them.
12: Oh, well, shucks. Well, I, I just feel so bad now for how I reacted to you, it's okay. uh, Mr. Scuzzbuckets. I, I, I don't know about the audience at home, but this is this is my first time ever meeting a real goblin
9: or any cryptozoological creature, for that matter, that I can think of. Well, not to call out my friends, but you were lying, because two weeks ago you brought on the Pegasus Man, who controls an army of Pegasus. I,
12: I don't remember any of that. Did that happen?
21: Oh, no, you were. We had a little too much wine that day. So I think <laughs> that was that episode. You know, ah, the Chardonnay gets you every time. Every time. Um, every time. Now that Scuzz mentions it, you know, remember when we had Lady Hawk in here earlier this year? She hmm. uh, she transforms into a bird during the day, uh, you, like a pigeon or something. Um, and it, well, she's friends with, uh, with a man. That turns into a wolf at night. I just don't have any recollection of that. Well,
22: <clears throat> if you recall, I also brought on an actual land shark. I also brought on the the jellyfish that was made from real grape jelly.
21: That was crazy. I put it on my toast. I gotta tell you, that was the <laughs> best breakfast I ever had. Is
12: that is that when your throat all got seized up and we had to take you to the emergency room? I told you don't eat <laughs> yeah, those That was weird a little things. shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess I was wrong. Egg on my face. Tell me about yourself. Me and the audience at home, we would like to get to know you more since you are not a runover dog, but a goblin instead.
9: Oh, yes. Hi, I'm Scuz. I'm a goblin. I'm just like all of you. I want to wake up in a nice house, in a family, with my dog, read the paper, blow up stuff, make sure the kids and the lawn all are safe and happy.
21: You know, I don't think that all of those things are on my Bucket list, actually.
9: Well, you don't want any kids and a wife and dogs. You got a problem with dogs? Are you one of those bootstrap humans, guys? He has about that that the goblin stories that scare kids and dogs.
21: No, no, I love dogs. I lo- listen. I have a schnauzer named Mickey at home. You, I put oh, him the, on the show. He's the best boy.
12: Such a good, such a good boy. I know. Except for um, except for when he bit Phil. Well, oh, because Phil lost that. It's it's that lemur again. He lost that wig and. And that now just had no clue who that man was. Oh, mistaken identity is always a good time. <laughs> um,
21: you know, I what I was talking about was, was the blow stuff up part. You know, that's not really me. I'm not really a, a dynamite kind of gal in that sense. But if you must know... I don't think that any generation past mine should have it easier than me i had to walk uphill to
12: school both ways in the snow okay, in the middle okay, of okay, winter whitney whitney we can't get back onto this again you know we have you have that paper you signed it you said you can't do this again uh-huh uh-huh don't get legal involved anyway scuzz what is your favorite food everything you know something? That sounds like my cheat day. ho, oh, Whitney, you're too much.
22: Actually, goblins, especially schools here, are pretty interesting. They can eat and digest almost anything, like lasagna or New York pizza, many things, and still get nutrients from it.
12: So, you're telling me that this little goblin friend could eat anything. So, if I were to give you my shoe... Now, this is about...
9: Well, well... He,
12: he ate my shoe. They knew um, that.
9: Yeah, I didn't eat before I got here because I didn't want to look fat. Oh, Skies,
22: you
21: don't look fat. You're just pleasantly gobliny. Thank you. Delilah, why have you waited so long to bring this scuzz on the show? Well,
22: I haven't actually had scuzz under my hair that long. It's a bit of a newcomer. But I knew, I knew he would love the spotlight.
12: How about this microphone <laughs> <schedule>? <laughs> Oh, Phil's gonna have a heart attack over that.
22: Well, after a few days of just taking care of him, I knew he'd love to come to the show. Even if people get a little scared at first, like you two did. Again, apologies for that. So
21: sorry. So very sorry. So, so sorry, Mr. Buckets. It's okay. Uh, Mr. uh, Mr. Buckets.
9: I mean, that's my dad's name. Just call him Scuzz. We're friends.
21: Oh, okay. Scuzz, I really do hate to go back to this, but I just, I gotta know, you said you like to blow stuff up? What do you
9: blow up? Yes. People of... This place. Scars only wants to blow up the support system that holds up the capitalistic society that pushes hate and fear and prejudice against its most vulnerable to uplift and help the profits of the few at the top. Don't punch down. Fuck the bourgeoisie. Fuck you, Whitney. Sorry, I don't know what... Okay, oh, I don't um, know what came over me. You know what, Scuzz? How about another stack? Would you eat this ball of yarn? Scuzz, and love
22: tick boom
9: buckets You know you're not supposed to eat yarn. Ah, Scuzz loves yarn, though. It's like fuzzy spaghetti.
22: You know what's going to happen. And we don't have the Tums.
9: Nah, Scuzz, not too Oh, no. Yep. went, witness! I told you. Skuzz is Oh, Skaz, you
21: okay there, buddy? Scuzz? Yes.
22: He'll be fine. Anything long and stringy, just gets caught in his throat. And oh, oh my! I might have to.
9: does uh, loves the scene from the lady and the Tramp. They do that. Um. Okay.
21: So it looks like we're out of time. So sorry, Scuzz. It was so so great to meet you.
9: Thanks for having us.
21: Uh, thank you for coming. Okay, we're gonna send it back to the mayor. So uh, this has been Welcome
12: Back with Wendy and my co-host Wendy. Oh my God, <coughs> Wendy, are you jo- are you joking? Oh, these guys just made it look so de- <coughs> delicious. I just I just love that scene from Lady in
9: the Tramp too. <coughs> Wendy, call the goddamn call the goddamn ambulance! <coughs> these guys not the only one to chuck on fuzzy past. <coughs> Phil,
21: we're gonna have to call the lawyers again.
0: Evil Genius Gang. This is what the group of villains used to go by in high school. They would greet each other with the phrase, egg on my face, to show they were part of the gang. This is also a code phrase they'd give to those who hired them. Scuzzbuckets randomly finds Yarn on set. Hard to buy that that's just a coincidence, especially when they clearly did the call out to their friends in the Evil Genius Gang sadly, however, we can't prove it because Wendy and Whitney later died interviewing the daytime talk show host Killer and couldn't be reached for comment. Delilah also died. The course is unknown, but most people guess it had to do with one of the many dangerous, sometimes mythical creatures she helped to revive to full health. Scuzz left her care and quickly rose to fame with the success of his sitcom Scuzz's Bucket, until Scuzz left the show due to his constant in and out of rehab, making the shooting schedule almost impossible. SCUS hasn't accepted any interviews or requests in five years. Only a few more pieces to go until this puzzle falls into place. Let's just hope we don't trip over anything sharp.
2: Friday 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of Outstanding Meals Eaten Now, with host Eric and Erica featuring their guests, Derek, Diane, and Haley.
10: Sorry about that, everyone, but that's what happens during live recordings, I guess. Let's go ahead and bring
27: out our next guest. She joins us fresh off her tour of her book, Cooking for Friends. And we are so excited to have her here. Please welcome Diane Eric Roberts.
29: So happy to be here, Eric and Erica. Big fan of the show. Even bigger fan of raising money for such a good cause like Spider Day.
10: I didn't realize that you were from Heaven Dale.
29: I'm not. I was just reading the teleprompter.
10: Uh Ah, yeah, that, that you were. So, uh, tell us about your book, Cooking for Friends.
29: Oh, this is a little embarrassing. It looks like you didn't get sent a revised version of the book.
27: Oh? Did you add new recipes in this one?
29: No, there was just a pretty big typo that I'm surprised we let get past us. The book is actually called Cooking for Friends. We put the your friends in for friends.
10: Ah, I see. So you ended up printing a whole run of books with the wrong title? How embarrassing.
29: (laughs) Yeah, egg on my face, which is actually one of the recipes in there if you want to have a nice brunch out of your friends.
27: You know, I gotta say, this actually makes the book make a lot more sense. For instance... I, for the life of me, could not understand why so many recipes kept calling for human meat tenderized with years of lies and false companionship. Honestly, it really reminds me of someone. (laughs) Thank you, Erica.
29: Exactly. But now the book is fixed, and being sent out, at least, all of the confusion is behind us.
10: And, uh, so, how is the book doing in stores at the minute?
29: Well, since we fixed the actual title of the book to show that it's... An actual book about cannibalism and not for tight-knit groups of friends, it has dropped the numbers
27: some. Surely not by much though, right?
29: Well, since we put out the new title on the shelf, we've sold nine copies.
10: 9,000? Singular. I'm sure it's hard to play with the big dogs in such a niche market.
29: How about I show you two some of the recipes from the book?
10: That sounds
27: amazing.
29: Great. So if one of the two of you could just cut off the other one's leg, I have this lovely braised beets pairing I think everyone at home will love. Oh,
27: uh... Security?
10: (laughs) Reload the tranquilizer, please, honey. Sorry about that, everyone. Who knew if you invited a cannibal onto a cooking show, they'd try to get you to eat your wife. I'm just happy we didn't see what she brought for dessert. Let's move on to our final guest. We have a local pastry chef who is going to show you how to bake your very own Spider Day cookies for the kids. Let's give a big welcome to Haley
24: Elric. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And before you ask... No, I'm not going to try and start a fight, or eat the two of you.
10: Great, good to hear that. I think we've all had enough of that for today. So, what
24: do you have for us? Oh, we are going to make some cookies. So, first, let's get all your ingredients. Make sure your butter has set out to get a nice, soft room temperature. Then you're going to get your flour, your salt, your spider eggs, and sugar, and put those to the side. Now,
27: I think I may have misheard one of those ingredients there, Haley.
24: (laughs) Don't worry. It's just a pinch of salt. It actually helps bring out a lot of the sweetness in desserts.
10: No, no, no. I think she was talking more about the spider eggs.
24: Well, all the cookies and desserts from Charlotte's Web Bakery are made with real spider eggs. Uh, That's why it says, Made with love and spider eggs on our slogan.
10: We uh, really need to start doing background checks on these guests, Erica. You're telling me. I bought our
24: kids' last three birthday cakes from her. Hey! I stole all my eggs and replaced them with tacks! Hmm,
10: that is a shame. It looks like you won't be able to make your cookies.
24: Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, sorry, it just- It looks like I just misplaced them. I- I found the eggs. Someone else must have brought the tacks here.
10: Too bad, though, because it looks like we are actually out of time! Thanks for joining us, and make sure to donate! We have to make sure to help all of those- Honey... I think I might have eaten some of those spider eggs. Oh oh dear, what a shame. Did you think they were tacks? Well, yes, of course. <laughs> How long have you been eating tacks again? Well, you know my dietary needs. Now you know, honey, that tacks are not a food group. Says the one who ate all of the tinsel. It keeps my teeth shiny. And this helps me lose weight.
24: And you thought my spider cookies were weird.
0: A host eating tacks? A cannibal chef? Spider recipes? Hardly what I would call wholesome family-friendly stuff. But what's the real secret here? Why would the cannibal call to EGG? What did she have to gain by taking out Erica? Eating tax seems like a peculiar habit to pick up. I wonder where Erica learned it from. Now we don't have a lot of basis for any of this, but perhaps from someone who is immune to small punctures so they could enjoy such delicacies as Tac-Ta-Ta. We reached out for comments from the Outstanding Meals eaten Now show hosts and guests, but we found out all of the members and guests from that day were killed and cooked by Diane Eric Roberts. She was also the caterer for the day and used their meat to feed the crew later that night. She's now serving two life sentences for tax evasion. One group was mainly blamed for the fire at the end of the event but their involvement in burning down the studio isn't the only thing that makes the chaos stand out here as a major target for EGG.
2: Friday 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of The Chaos featuring The Headliner, Spotlight, Pop Rock, Turnover, and Bass Drop.
29: Turnover, count me in. A one, two, three, four. Why did you all stop? I was in the groove. Turnover,
20: you, you got my leg caught in the gravity well again. And you're literally sucking all the attention away from me. That is my See, thing. See, I
29: told you that your gravity powers weren't
20: useful. Turnover, you know you can't lose it like that. I don't want to have to replace another the dead bassist. Wait, what? I thought you said the last one quit because of creative differences. Well, you could put it like that. We thought they weren't a good creative fit. We just left out the part where they couldn't play because they were dead.
30: Oh, um... I'm just going to choose to ignore that because it's a charity benefit, but I'm watching you all. Hey,
5: hey, can, can we, can we just do this already? We have people waiting at home for us. We haven't helped raise any money. Come on. You know, Bass Drop, not everything is
29: all about money.
5: Music is about heart. Music is about soul. Yeah. And music is about people watching us and telling us that we're great.
20: Double yeah.
5: This literally is all about the money. There, there's a giant, thermometer behind us showing exactly how much money's been raised and, in in fact, I think it looks like the meter's even gone down since we started to play.
30: Wait, um, that's a thermometer? Yeah, what did you think it was? Oh, um, I thought it was juice so I popped a couple of rocks at it to crack it open since I couldn't find a spout. Damn
20: it, Pop Rock! What did we tell you about drinking strange liquids you find at shows? Wait till after we play.
29: Yeah, it's very simple. Well, he seems fine at least. I say we go for it.
30: Yeah, yeah, don't worry, I'm fine.
29: Alright, let's do it. One, two,
30: three, four! No,
20: not fine. (sighs) Not fine. Turn over, grab the stomach pump from the van. Spotlight, make sure Poprock is on his side and get any rocks away from him so he doesn't hit me while I do this. It's okay,
30: I think the worst of it has passed. Are you sure? (sighs) Yeah, I just need something to drink.
5: Pop Rock that is just more red dye.
20: Damn it, why do they make it look so delicious?
5: <laughs> uh, what do you need me to do, headliner?
20: Well, you say it yourself. We're here to raise money for Evendale. I need you to play. J-
5: j- just by myself? But
20: you can do re- it. Just play your heart
30: out.
29: It's your time to shine, bass drop, and it will really help distract
5: the audience from Pop Rock throwing up everywhere.
30: How do I have this much in my body to expel? Okay,
5: I'll do it. I know you're asking yourselves, why do they call me Bass Drop? This is why!
20: Oh my god. She...
5: she's finally doing it's it! is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
30: This was worth getting my stomach pumped the third time this month.
29: Anyone else worried that these dozens of double bass violins floating overhead are going to hurt when they come
20: down? Oh, shit. Now remember why I told her no more solos. Ah!
30: Ah!
5: That was for you, Uncle Rick. We have been the chaos, everybody! Thank you so much and good night! Oh oh oh, um well. Looks like we'll have to replace more than just the basis this time. Oh, I don't remember it smelling like smoke before I started the play.
0: It may look like their reckless misuse of powers caused the fire, but what if I told you the Chaos had direct ties to EGG years ago? Before EGG was formed, the four villains were in an 8-bit Sonic-inspired band called the Chaos Eggs. All the members dressed up like Eggman from the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Who was in the group with these four? The five members of the Chaos. The Chaos Eggs were short-lived as it turns out that arsonist, blindside, taxman, and the nitwit didn't actually know how to play any instruments and only joined the band to steal during the shows. After they were kicked out, the Chaos Eggs changed their name to The Chaos and went on to have a very successful touring career. That was until their final performance that burned down the house and took them with it. Was being kicked out of the band the last jilt that the arsonist could take that caused them to actually catch the place on fire? It would be easy to make it look like an accident from a careless bass player who leaked out flammable liquids onto a stage of electrical cords and broken basses. I think you already know the answer. Now the web is almost complete. We just need to go back to the beginning to tie this all up. Vance the Ventriloquist. A talented showman or someone who knew more? He already called out to EGG, so who is controlling who in this puppet show?
2: Spider Day 3, 24 hours audio footage continued of Vance the Ventriloquist featuring Dairy the Dummy and Pearl the Puppet. (laughs) <laughs> oh, 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 wow. You're right,
3: Pearl. Hang on my face. So like I was saying, Spider Day is a day where we all gather around the spider bush to celebrate the sacrifice the great heroes of Heavendale gave to make sure we could be here today.
4: Oh, jeez, Not to be this guy or nothing here, but Vance. Why would it be about celebrating the heroes that died that day? Why, if anything, we should be celebrating that second giant spider. I mean, really, it did all the hard work of killing the first giant spider. Okay, okay, I think
6: we're getting off topic here, Derry. What Vance is trying to say (laughs) is... No, no, no,
3: let him say it. I want to hear what dumb bullshit he has to say about all this.
6: Okay, Vance, you're clearly mad, but we shouldn't let this interrupt the show. Remember this whole thing is live, right now!
3: Also, how do you go from asking what spider
4: day is to knowing about the second larger spider? What are you hiding? Hiding? Me? Hiding stuff? Why you make my pants, you look in my pockets, you know I ain't got nothing in there! All I'm trying to do is help everyone. I'm not the one with literal strings being pulled over here.
12: Yeah, well, we know that it wasn't actually had nothing to do with either of them spiders,
3: if we're talking truth here, so... Well, now who's the crazy one, Pearl?
4: Oh, don't tell me that you buy into that whole line of horse-pup-tootie about the deep state coming in and... You know, setting the whole thing up, both spiders. You can't control two giant spiders.
6: Okay, well, then what happened to Sundowner, huh? And why did the mayor send out the news team to cover it, huh? And why did he take down Jane Jenkins, huh? Was it because she's about to crack open this whole thing?
3: Okay, Pearl, you're saying a bunch of crazy shit right now. Let's just calm it down and do the show.
1: Who wants to juggle? There she is, boys. Go get that puppet and make sure she never talks again. What?
3: (gasps) See? I told you both that it's the truth. You gotta believe me about the Dave State. Sparta Day was all
1: planned. Sorry about that, Vance. Back to the show. You're doing great. Okay.
3: Uh, so, dairy. Drink any good milk lately? No.
4: Derry, I said, did you drink any good milk lately? Listen here, Vance. I'm not doing the milk bit. I know we have practiced uh, the milk bit all our lives, but did you just see what happened? Derry,
3: I don't think we need to talk about that. Let's just do the milk bit, okay? Pearl would want us to do
4: the milk bit. Wow. Some guy sticks his hand up your keister for three years and you think you know him. I guess I didn't know that you'd be able to toy on us so fast. I guess I was the real dummy this whole time. Derry, I just I just don't want you to go down like Pearl did. <laughs> That's not how I want to live my life. You either die a hero or live long enough to be a puppet of the deep state. Derry, you can't. You're all- all I have left! Spider Day was planned to overthrow the people of Heavendale and allow the rich to buy up the town from under its citizens! Ooh, it's a tragedy! Ah,
1: damn it. Now the dummy's saying stuff too. Let's get him.
4: You'll never stop the people from knowing the truth. Ask about who killed the Pied Piper. Ask about what happened to Silver Move. Where is the son of Bone Daddy? Where are the Bone Daddy's bodies buried?
23: You can't stop the people. I'm afraid You stop me.
16: You
3: stop me. Oh, well, kids, I. I guess that's all the time we have today. You know what? Fuck it. Kids, you can't buy into what you see on TV. Everything is a lie. Question your parents, especially your parents. Don't trust the government. Spider Day, inside job. (laughs) And that right there, kids, is why you should never get into social or political activism. He'll just end up looking like some kooky conspiracy theory nut.
6: <laughs> that is so right, Vance. It is me, New Pearl. That's right. If you have ideals or beliefs that go against your local, state, or federal government, the best thing to do is keep it to yourself. Hide it deep down inside. That's
4: right, Pearl. It's me, Josh Jonason, the actor who portrayed Derry in that sketch. And if you have any of these pesky thoughts like, is it really best for me? Just remember, the state is your friend. Mm -hmm. The government looks out for you. Mm -hmm. And if you do what you're told. We'll find another person to prosecute.
3: (laughs) Well, kids, we've had a lot of fun today, but unfortunately, that's the end of our show. Thanks for allowing me to come and talk to you. I'm Vance the
4: Ventriloquist. I'm Derry the Dummy.
14: And I'm
6: Pearl the Puppet.
14: Make
6: Make sure sure to to tell tell a daycare daycare agent agent thanks today.
0: There it is the final string of silk we needed to finish. Why would Vance bring up Jane Jenkins and the Pied Piper? The two have nothing in common, right? Wrong. Every year we hear about Jane Jenkins and the Action News Team and their fight against the first giant spider. But what we don't hear about is what happened to Jane leading up to the first giant spider attack. Three lesser known heroes, the Son of Bone Daddy, the Silver Moth and the Pied Piper, were being interviewed by Jane Jenkins that day. The story was never published, but the meeting was set up via email and Craigslist messages that we found. Now, why does this matter? We also found old security footage of these three C-level heroes and Jane going around town chasing a group of rampaging villains. Who were these villains? The Arsonist, Blindside, Nitwit, and Taxman. Villains being villainous. No cause for alarm, right? But what if I told you they weren't just on a random rampage that day? What if they were being paid to do all of this and lead a trail of destruction directly to the mayor's feet? Johan Jackson, aka Nacho Man, is the older brother of Jonah Jackson. Nacho Man died in Spider Day alongside his longtime teammates The Rancher and Spellbook. But they too were on the trail of the villains prior to the spider attack. They even had their friends The Liver and Steely Joan with them on the chase. No one knows what happened to either of them to this day. So another group of heroes are chasing villains. What does any of this have to do with a telethon four years later? Time to show you what this spider has caught in their web. Johan Jackson hired a group of villains to cause chaos all over the city and end at City Hall so that the mayor might receive a gift from his older brother, the gift of pizza vision. A long sought after power for the mayor as he was the only member of his family not to get food-based powers. Johan Jackson's greatest wish was for his little baby brother to fight crime alongside him, so Nacho Man set up an elaborate deal with the villains of Spider Day to ransack the town to give the mayor something to fight against when presented with Pizza Vision. What Johan Jackson didn't know was that there was already a plot to destroy the town using a giant spider underway. Now these four villains did a job and were expecting payment, but you can't get money from a dead man. So after they wake up to find they all survived Spider Day, they went to the person who they thought could pay. The mayor. But what if instead of paying these four villains off then and there, what if the mayor decided to hire them to do the work he couldn't?
1: I don't care how much it costs, just get the job done today. But we have to make it today! It is Spider Day! Well, lives were lost four years ago, and we're still doing it today, so I don't really see why we should change anything.
0: We still don't know who the mayor was talking to on the other end of that conversation, but one can only assume it was the villains being told to take down the telethon at the end so the mayor could claim all the insurance money and move on to the next grift.
2: We actually got some new clips, and I need to show you. It ties this whole thing together.
0: Oh, wow, JJ, why were you sitting on this?
2: I just needed to wait for the right time.
0: All right, everyone the final proof you've been waiting for.
8: Here's another two for This is Curtain Molly. They're wearing little tuxedos. It does appear that way. You know, I was just thinking to myself, I would take these two to a black tie affair. Yes. Only if dinner was included. Only? You only mm-hmm. go if dinner's included. What's the point of getting that dressed up if there's not going to be dinner for you and your dogs? Exactly. So we have uh, Wednesday and Rory. <laughs> No. Now, these two cats look like best friends just as close as you they're, and I, Patricia, don't you geez, think? They're just hanging out. They just love each other so much, Patty. They, they love do each love other. each other <laughs> just so what? much. You know, I'm thinking that uh, Wednesday and Roray and I would have a great time at one of those painting and drinking classes. You know, where you bring your own wine oh. and then you come out with the painting at the end. Yes. The three of us would have a ball at that. Yes. Here we have another two-for-one, Rager and Annabelle. Oh, my gravy. Oh, my gravy. Oh, my. It's funny that you brought up gravy because I see these two cats, and I picture myself having a full breakfast, complete with biscuits and gravy as any self-respecting Southern individual would. Oh, my gravy. I love it. Th- yes. Here we have a Finn Jones. This puppers is so very cute. <laughs> I love them. I love him so much. You know, I love him too, Patricia. I feel like this dog and I could go on a romantic candlelit dinner for two, but only so we could split the check and have a fancy meal, not because we are interested in each other. We're gaming the system together, me and Finn Jones. Yes, yes. All right, Anna, Stanley is giving us the sign that we do, in fact, need to... Hurry it up along. We are a little over halfway. We got to get going there, Patricia. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We are strapping in for these. Uh, Please keep your eldritch uh, horrors to yourself if you can. Uh, Stanley's got the tome on on standby, though, uh, just in case. All right, here we go. We have a oh, Jax the cat. He's a little Dorito cat. He is indeed like a little Dorito. You know, I look at Jax and I think if there was one cat going to space, I would trust Jax to be that cat. Yes. Could man a whole mission or cat a whole mission, I suppose. Ha, ha, ha. I have to excuse my sense of humor. All right, here we have Enzo. Enzo's cute oh, little oh, puppers. Mom. Oh, he looks like his legs can't hold up his body. They're so thin. Now, he is not an assassin, but he will just steal your heart. And he already has. He already has. He already has. Here we have Schultz. Look at his little mouth. Look at it. Is a good mouth. You know, when I look at Schultz, I think if I had to be let go from a job, I would want Schultz to do it. I would want yes. Schultz to tell me I was fired. Comfort in that doggy, doggy stare. Here we have Clarky. Cl- look at his teeth. Do you see those teeth? I do indeed. Clarky is the type of dog that I could see uh, playing music at the subway, asking for quarters. Oh, I love it. Next up, we have Tigger. <laughs> Oh, look at that little tail all curled up around him. Now, you know, uh, I look at Tigger and I think he kind of looks like my cousin's wife. Oh, you know what? You're right. That does look like that does look like Bill's wife. I thought, you know, in the best way. Of course, I love Bill's wife. No, Bill's wife is better than Bill. Oh, 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 hands down. I wish I was related to her. Honestly, me too. Anyway, this is Felix the dog. Oh look at his moose! Felix has a, has a moose. Felix does have a moose, you know. <laughs> speaking of which, I would trust Felix to be the one person that I told if I went hunting alone in the woods, uh, in case I did not return. Felix would come looking yes, for me. Yes, he would. He would. He would indeed. Now we have Charlie Brown, not to be confused with the Peanuts character. This is a good, good dog. Boy, how you feel about Charlie be. Brown, Patricia? You know, I think I'd I'd want I'd want him to kick. A football to me. Yeah, you know what? I could definitely see him doing that or baking the best creme brulee. Oh, yeah. Now here is Dutchie the dog. Oh, and Dutchie is smiling for the camera and I just can't handle it. Uh. (laughs) How very cute. You know, I see Dutchie and I think of... Dutchie and I would go to an antique store and I would be looking at something thinking maybe it's a little overpriced for what it should be. And Dutchie would say, you know what? Live your dream. You should get what you want. And I would say, you know what, Dutchie? You're right. I am going to get this vase that is priced at $60 and then look it up on eBay later and see that it is only valued at about $30. Yes. Here is Ivysaur. Now, this is not a Pokemon. This is, in fact, a dog. Are you sure a very it cute looks dog. like a
9: Pokemon to
8: me with how special it is? You know, it is one in 150 for sure. Okay, Stanley is writing something on a whiteboard. Okay, yes. we are taking up yes. too much time. We've got to get through all these pets. All right, so what we are going to do, we're going to do 10 rapid fire. We each get one word to say about each animal. Are you ready, Patricia? I don't know, but we're going to try. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'll say the name, you say a word, I say a got word. Got it. Ready? Fiasco. Yes. Rutabaga. Maple. Yes. Submarine. Floof. Yes. Galaxies. Wally. Yes. Hatchet. Artemis. <coughs> yes. Accounting. Ebony. Oh, yes. Darkness. Nova. Yes. Existentialism. Mr. Pouncer. Oh, <laughs> yes. Klondike Bar. Buffy. Yes. Sweatpants. Scotch. Uh,
9: yes?
8: Carrot. And Andy. Yes. Yams. All right, that was our rapid-fire pet round. Patricia, how you doing? Checking uh, in yo, with you. Oh, um, I am. I think I'm having heart palpitations. I'm taking my, my heart rate right now, and we are at a dangerous level of cuteness overload. So, uh... Uh, hold, just, uh, Stanley, crack the camomile! Okay, we are gonna get get through this together, Patricia. We are on 60 of 74. Uh, We've got just a few minutes left to get through the rest of these, so we're gonna have to go fast. You think you can handle it, Patricia? I will try. Okay, if you keep making noise, I will just power through in order to get through because we have a contractual obligation to get through each of these pets. Are you ready? Oh, man. Sir Pifferton. Oh, man, oh, jeez, oh, man, no jeez. Sir Pifferton is the type of cat that I would plan a heist with and depend on him to, at the last minute, set off the final alarm. Yes, yes, yes. Susu Watari. (laughs) Now this little black cat I could see myself applying for a a mortgage with. Dependable. Yes, 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 yes. Here we have Harper the dog. (laughs) Harper is the type of dog that I would trust to be the arbiter of my will. Yes. Oh. Here's Princess the Cat. <laughs> now, her name may be Princess, but I could see us uh, working in the mines together and uh, there being a cave-in and we don't hear the canary anymore and spending our last moments together encouraging and comforting one another. All right, here is a two for Felicity and Triple. Now, these two look like the main characters of Buddy Cop Comedy, but the twist is that not only are they cats, they're also enemies to lovers uh, or enemies to family. I don't know how they're related. They might be siblings, oh. and that would be weird. I'm panicking now. Oh, no. But they're just so dang cute. All right, and now we have Celestial <laughs> Fire, and I feel the Celestial Fire in my, in my bones. What about you, Patricia? That is a good comment. All right, we're moving on to Artemis. This is our second Artemis of this session, this sweet little orange beauty. What do you think, Patricia? right, Uh, things are getting a little scary here. Uh, Patricia, I'm gonna need you to try and calm down. Um, This is Steve, the dog. Uh, Yeah, Patricia is starting to to, to tap into her demonic powers. Uh, Steve is very cute. I could go on a nice bike ride with Steve. This is Henry Batman Panther.
6: Uh,
8: Henry Batman Panther. Looks like the type of cat that I would trust to help me learn how to roller skate and would give me tips and pointers that were actually useful. Here is Selena the cat. (laughs) Please do not take all the oxygen out of the room, Patricia. (laughs) Okay, okay, thank you, Patricia. Selena is a very good cat. A very good cat. All right, we have four more, Patricia. Please hold it together. Stanley, I'm going to need you to get the lavender smelling salt. Okay, uh, this is Robin the Cat. Robin the Cat. All right, Patricia is entering her Vader stage. Uh, we are at critical mass here. Uh, this is Cupie. This is Cupie the Cat. Little tuxedo cat. Yep, uh, that is a. Let me. Uh, allow me to translate that for you. Uh, Patricia just said that was the cutest cat she ever had seen in the past couple seconds. All right, and this is Brownie the Cow. This is, in fact, a cow. Oh. Patricia is shaking the foundations of the studio today. Uh, well, will. Okay, uh, Brownie, is a very good. Very good cow. I could see myself and Brownie becoming lifelong friends together. And lastly, we have Calamity the cat.
9: All right, Stanley,
8: I'm gonna need you to bring all the big guns, everything you want. bring the warm blankets, everything, we'll around the Thank you for supporting Spider Day. Uh, Good luck, I have to call my sister now. It'll be fine, everyone, no need to worry. We will not have another uh, Earth-shattering event. Okay, Uh, take it away, whoever.
9: Patricia, come down!
0: I hate you so much.
2: Wow, if you hated that, you're really gonna hate this.
0: I swear, if I have to hear one more pet name read, I will end you.
2: Nah, it's just the fact that all your information is wrong and a lie. What are you
0: talking about? You're the one who did all the research on this stuff.
2: Yeah, I just fabricated it all.
0: But you said this all tied together.
2: Nah, it's mainly just that everything about the telethon was mismanaged on every level. And also, no one really wanted a telethon anymore. I mean,. Even in 2008, they were pretty outdated. So you fake the audio files? No, all the audio files are real from the day. I just made up other things to you know, tie them all together. That's ridiculous.
0: So you're saying nothing you told me was real? What about Erica from Outstanding Meals, eaten Now and the Tax?
2: No, she just has pica, you know, the thing where you eat metal, and she just really likes eating tacks. She did a whole interview about it on Oprah.
0: Dance Dance Palooza?
2: Erica was actually trying to eat a bunch of tacks later in the day, and then Eric caught her, and then she was trying to hide it, and so she just kind of threw them over her shoulder to say that she wasn't eating tax, but then she accidentally threw them in the dance crew's face. Okay,
0: fine. So Taxman might not have been there, but Blindside was surely... How do you explain Oddlaw vanishing?
2: That was just an actual magic trick. All I did was just not let you listen to the part where Oddlaw came back.
0: So Oddlaw wasn't Blindside in disguise?
2: I'm be honest. That one I was pretty surprised that you bought. I mean, first of all, That's dumb. Why would Blindside dress up like Oddlaw? I mean, he Blindside doesn't do disguises. He would literally have just killed him.
0: Clearly, though, the Nitwit was stitching up something wicked behind the scenes.
2: Oh no, that has nothing to do with Nitwit. Um, I actually heard that most goblins really like yarn as a snack. Also, the hosts of Welcome Back—they were pretty much wine drunk for like all the time, so they never really made great choices. And then the interview with Brannicus, it was just an honest coincidence that the kid had knitting needles. I mean, from the sounds of it, that kid was just gonna kind of stab himself and try to get his brain on top of his head no matter what. So the needle thing, that's kind of why I picked that. It was just convenient. Well,
0: you can't tell me the arsonist wasn't involved.
2: You really think the arsonist was involved just because stuff got on fire?
0: What else could have caused that many fire mishaps in one day?
2: The set the theater troupe was using was so cheap because they just keep recycling sets from show to show It just went up in flames as soon as one of the stagehands put out a cigarette on one of the wooden balusters backstage. Splendissimo? Oh, splendissimo. That's actually pretty wild. I heard he actually went so fast that he caught on fire. So it was really just a very impressive act.
0: Oh, wow, that's rad.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool what he did. I mean... I wish we had the video of it out of everything. That would have actually been cool to see that whole thing. The final fire at the end of the night, though? Oh, yeah, the chaos. Yeah, the bass player just kept drinking from the thermometer, but actually it was just flammable red dye. So it just got everywhere, and so there was a bunch of, you know, power cores and electricity and stuff like that exposed. And then at the very end, Bass Drop just threw a bunch of double basses around, which are just made of wood, and then everything just caught on fire. I mean, that's... Honestly, why the whole stage burned down, that entire act, Super illegal, very flammable.
0: So, all the stuff about the chaos and their old band Chaos
2: Egg? Oh, yeah, I made that all up. That's all, all of it. Egg on my face? I mean, yeah, a lot of people say egg on my face, and I just heard it a couple of times, so, I, you know, I just... Literally, like I said, it's made all of it up. None of it, none of it really matters.
0: Evil genius gang?
2: Oh yeah, anytime you find an acronym or anything, you just act like a dog with a bone and you just go with it. I mean, you love them. That's honestly, that's how I knew I could really get you tied in when I heard them say egg on my face a couple of times.
0: So what about the pet sisters then? Was there something you weren't telling
2: me? Okay, for those, really nothing. I just thought they were really cute uh, when they were reading pet names, so I thought people would like to hear it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Are
0: the villains of Spider Day even alive?
2: Oh no, they for sure died. I mean, their skeletons are on display at the Spider-Day Memorial in the old Spider-Day Museum. I mean, it's just like all the other heroes of Spider-Day, I'm honestly surprised you never wouldn't checked there.
0: No, this is, this is mad. You've worked with me for over a year now. Why, JJ? This is so much work to just lie to me about all of this.
2: Oh, it's nothing personal. I just needed to build some trust in you until I found a proper way to smoke him out. Smoke him out? Who are you looking for? My father. Your father?
1: I knew you'd find me one day, Junior.
0: Holy shit, it's the mayor! You've been missing since Harry died.
1: And I would have stayed that way if you two didn't start sticking your noses where they didn't
0: belong. I thought all the stuff you told me was a lie, JJ.
2: Not all of it. I had to find something that would get him to come after me. I don't know how you figured it out. No one was supposed to
1: know that my brother sent the villains after me so I could get... These.
0: Wait, you're telling me that you actually have Pizza Vision goggles?
1: My brother may have been a jackass, but he knew me better than anyone. He might have died that day, but at least I always know I'll have these
2: kick ass goggles. I don't know
0: if I should be scared or just confused at how you've pulled off anything you've been able
2: to. So, Dad, tell me, do you ever think your one and only son would come back to find you? <laughs> one and only?
1: Do you really think you're the only kid I've had out of wedlock? Hell, you're not even the first one to set up an elaborate ruse to expose my misdeeds to draw me out. (laughs) You big stupid idiot.
0: I-I don't know how I never saw it before. J.J. Jonah Jackson.
1: Uh, actually, no. His name is Junior Junior Jackson.
0: Wait, seriously?
1: Oh yeah, no, I really loved the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie and, uh, well, that joke just really stuck with me. Enough talk, Dad. Now that I have you here, I got one question I've been waiting to ask you for years. And I have a question of my own for you. What? Can you... Look right here for
0: me? Ah, why is the mayor here?
1: Ah, shit! I had it turned the wrong way!
4: Oh, come on! Were you seriously gonna mind-wipe me before I could even have my big moment?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, okay, yeah. But I I was just gonna mind-wipe you a little, I promise. Wait, you... mind-wipe me? JJ, why would the mayor
0: mind wipe me?
2: You know, you better hit them again with the mind wipe thing. They're just gonna keep asking questions otherwise. So, son. What did you have to ask me? I've thought about this for a long time. And I knew if I found you, I'd only get one chance to ask.
1: Before you ask it, I just want to say one thing. Son, I'm sorry.
2: Do you really do you really mean it? Because I mean, that's all I've really wanted to hear for you for years, like ever since I was a little boy. <laughs> Oh come the fuck on, did you really just mind wipe yourself to get out of talking to me? I'm sorry, but
0: uh, uh, who the hell are you? I'm Arachnid, and you're a guest on Arachnid's web.
2: Wait,
1: wasn't I supposed to stop you from exposing my secrets and involvement in setting up Spider Day? You helped set up Spider Day? The hell am I doing with a mind wipe machine? What is this?
0: You just tried to mind wipe me.
1: Ah, well, I guess I should do this then.
0: Nice to meet you. I'm Arachnid.
1: Nice to meet you. I'm the mayor. And who's your assistant here? I'm your son. Oh, shit! Oh my god, you can't even
2: talk to me for a second!
1: Nice to meet you. I'm Mayor Jonah Jackson. I hope I can count on
2: your vote. (laughs) You know what? I'm just gonna go.
0: (laughs) Who was that? I don't know. What are you doing here?
1: I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with this
0: publish episode button.
1: Wink.
0: Only one way to find out. Spider-day, 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 spider-day. Spider-day, spider-day, spider-day. Spider-day, spider-day, night's alright. Spider Day, 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 Spider from Super Streets, Kaylin Eskridge as Patty Pet, featuring Carrie Eskridge as Patricia Pet, Evan Brandonicio as Vance the Ventriloquist, Jack Packard as Derry the Dummy, and Maggie Fish as Pearl the Puppet. From the Omencast podcast, Sean Oxbring as Eric, Andrea Jorgensen as Haley Elric, Salavia Nelson Jr. as Derek Erickson, and Sam Silvers as Diane Eric Roberts, featuring Eve Smith as Erica. From the Paper Boat Productions team, Addison Peacock as Rosie, J.V. Hampton as Archibald Fannysworth, featuring From Unlabelled, Alice Kyra as Godo, From All My Fantasy Children, Aaron Cantano Sayers as Krantz. From Slade's Night, April Ray as Whitney Becks, Amanda Dawn as Delilah Dawn, and Nikki Johnson as Scuzzbucket's the Goblin, featuring Danielle Brin as Wendy Bell, David Rodriguez as Waldo the Powerful, Rebecca Parks as Jocelyn, and Dylan Lockhart as Oddlaw. From Rue Tales of Magic, Tim Platt as Splendissimo, Carly Monado as Evelyn, Branson Reese as Hanover, and Joe Lepore as Darren. From the DM's Treehouse, Adam LeGrave as Brainicus, featuring Aaron Willems as Ingrid Information, with Malcolm, Sam, and David from Filling in the Gaps. From Control Group, Dennis Ferret as Dennis, Marcus Strox as Marcus, Nicholas Hodge as Nick, Hadley Singer as Hadley, Anna Marie Carlson as Anna Marie, Ezra Williams as Ezra, Tony McKetty as Tony, and Logan White as Logan. From Super Idols, Erin Cerise Dearden as Bass Drop, TW as Turnover, Liv Chavez as Spotlight, Draconix as Pop Rock, and Luca N as Headliner.
2: Yeah, by the way, my name's Officer Jenkins, I'm real scared of spiders, so if I ever see one I will abandon the situation.